and you're listening to WTF and Bonadil. Welcome back once again to what is hopefully another episode without any Blue Peas intermission uh, with Spicy and Blue Fox Danger. Welcome. Hopefully you're right. Yes, yes. No more Blue Peas. It's outlived its usefulness. It's not funny if you beat that dead horse too hard. So is this a decision you you made due to feedback or no no i i mean there was not uh, well carrot gave feedback as carrot does but uh there was nothing else in terms of feedback because you know people don't always share their feelings besides you know sending nice emails like we got today so we don't know how people feel because they don't share so that's true the discord was mixed on it as well but no one said outright yeah you should stop that (laughs) i think funkworks was thinking it you're probably afraid you'd ban them. I would never ban them like that. Level. Oh, I know, I know. But... Just level with me. I know it's terrible. That's the point. Uh, but it's good to have you back, Fox. Yeah, man, it feels pretty good to be back. Just uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to intrude on the mythic episode. Wanted you for part two, but uh, scheduling conflicts again. Yeah. I either either way. I think you had enough. Uh, I think you had enough personalities on those shows. So. <laughs> We only had the pun danger. Oh, is is that what he's been promoted to now? Yes, he's the pun danger. Oh, okay. See, like you guys listening right now, maybe I, I probably haven't heard those episodes yet either. So you know, I'm just as lost as, <laughs> as they probably would be if they hadn't seen them as to what the pun danger is. Well, if you've got about seven and a half hours or so, you can find out what it's all about in Mythics Part One and Part Two. Seven and a half hours? Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. It made me look in the mirror and look at all the problems in my reflection, as also known as my face, and uh just go, What am I doing with my life here? This is this is quite a commitment to talking about nothing. It's sounds uh it sounds very comprehensive. Uh man, we didn't even talk that much about relics, dude. No, and Blue Relics was really long. It was our previous record and it was like almost four hours, but that was for all of them. This was we got through ten of them and in close to four hours. <laughs> and, then, and then the second one, there were no segments. There were no emails. There was, uh, there was 12 weapons banged right out in about three-ish hours. My guess is it's Eric's to blame for, uh, for derailing you constantly. We talked about Puppet Master a lot. Oh, no. It's good. Puppet Master's the best job next to Blue Mage, so it's the second best job in the game. There you go, respecting the listener's time again. And today, we're going to be talking about barriers. Not that dying reef off the coast of Australia, but barriers. Or that geo spell that no one has. Well, they only have the geo. They don't have the indie. It's fair. Wait, what? How does that work? You have to have the indie to get the geo. In reverse, of course. Yeah, man. So how are you doing, Fox? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, just kind of just kind of kicking around in game, just doing mostly just Odyssey stuff, as you know. Um, outside of that, I just helped the Slink Shell out, do some stuff. Like they've been trying helms for the first time, and they're pretty green. I've been but, reading. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of an uphill battle. I like, kind of try uh, not to talk in that Link Shell much, for fear of getting banned. No, I have no fear of getting banned. I couldn't give two shits. Uh, just, just what I'm seeing is, it's kind of like watching Reddit in live action. Uh, I I don't know. Like I don't get that frustrated. Oh, it's not even frustration. It's just not even dismay. It's just apathy at what I'm witnessing. Uh-huh. 
Well, I mean, I like to try to help these groups figure content out, like when they need a little bit of help or something. Like, I, I don't try to, like, take over or anything like that. Um, I'm just there to kind of, like, give them a nudge. I'm basically like a coach. And I, I don't know, like, get, getting them through the helms is definitely some, a sight to behold. Like, uh, uh, what, what I will tell you guys is that, you know, anytime you can look up information or try to learn content for yourself, you definitely should because it will bring your group a lot closer to being able to, to fight it. That's for sure. What is this, episode 48? If they don't know that by now, then they got some problems. Yeah, I know, but you never know when, you know, who's going to jump in at the halfway point, I guess. Um, let's see, outside of that, um, starting to work a little more seriously on Carmen Han now. Um, I'm actually working a lot more seriously on Blue Mage, because um, <gasps> I've been enjoying Blue Mage a lot lately. Go on. Yeah. Oh, just I'm just refining my new cassettes. I, uh, I took advantage of this Omen card campaign, because usually I farm Detritus on Dancer. Uh, I went on um, Blue during this campaign, because I need to catch up to like some plus three pieces. Uh, outside of just having the body. What's nice about AF for blue is it's actually more useful than other jobs AF because most jobs, I think even just pop barely, it has the feet and the hands and everything else is not really useful for the job too much for that I can even think off the top of my head. So, but, but blue's got its best magic accuracy head and pants combo there with spell oh, yeah. eruption rate in those pants. The body is really good for a long time until you get an AI B rank 20. So it's good for a long time because most people just aren't running around with R20 B Naame. Uh, yeah. The feet are also good for chain affinity, but just those kinds of things. The hands are outdated now for sure, but they were good for a while. Yeah, I'm doing everything but the hands. Like I've almost got enough to plus three the head. I already had the plus three body. And then I'm going to do uh, pants feet in that order and, and be done with it. But. Yeah, so I managed to get all those other ones to plus two. Like, for the longest time, I ran around with the plus three assimilator's body, and it was really good. But I just decided that, you know, I, I could be casting in Malignant, sure, but I think I wanted to go the extra effort and make sure that my sets were good for, like, high-accuracy situations for magic. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me, like, in-game-wise. Uh, I finished up this quarter for school. Um, I ended up getting an A in that ridiculous class. Oh, oh, the one where you had to make the video responses to people and just, yeah. just you know, Mr. Rogers-esque, take it seriously or I'll fail you kind of course. Yeah, my, I had to talk about my male-dominated hegemony. Oh, uh, the He-Man doll, if anyone doesn't remember. Uh, the He-Man doll, yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> Did you return that doll? Uh, no, it's actually still sitting in my uh, closet. I, I turned around to look at it. My voice just trailed off. But yeah, it's still sitting in my closet uh, with the receipt in the bag and everything. I just haven't gotten around because I don't like to go to Walmart and I don't want to go well, back in. Well, if you don't go in, you're going to be stuck with that fucking thing. I don't think you want to keep that and always be reminded of this, you know, male-dominated hegemony you have. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. I don't know. It's all about uh, seeing a middle-aged man with a He-Man action figure on his mantle. I think I'm going to be that kind of guy. It's your male privilege. It's my male privilege after all. Yeah ridiculousness but yeah i just gotta apply for my a and then i'll be uh, sending off some applications for uh universities around the state see what i can do about getting a cs degree um but aside from that man uh not much else so uh, what have you been up to so this beer i have i'm gonna start off with this this beer i have might be the most difficult to finish i've ever had yet it is it is yeah. not it is not good Wait, I thought you said it was delightful, like pre-show, like right before we got on to record. When I, when I took the first sip, I'm like, hmm, and all those flavors. And I took the second sip, I'm like, hmm. And I took a third sip, I go, oh, this is bad. Because you're powering through the milk now, aren't you? Uh, so what I have here is from Southern Tier Brewing in uh, New York. It is a 
Nitro Coconut Truffle Imperial Milk Stout, Ale with Sea Salt, the salt's something, let me tell you, Dark Chocolate, and Natural Chocolate and Coconut Flavors. It is also 10%. And it is a lot of what the fuckery going on here. So uh, it's even has a nice description on the side of the can. Color, black. Body, creamy, heavy. Bitterness, low to moderate. And uh, let me say, there is there's a very strong nose-raping uh, coconut coming out of this, followed by not terribly enjoyable chocolate and then a high alcohol burn. Not burn, but it's it would be described as hot if you were... So the the thing that sets me off is that they want to try to like say this thing's flavored as dark chocolate, but they don't have anything on like a bitterness end. And yeah. typically when you have dark chocolate, you want your, your, bitter. your item to be bitter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really confusing to me. The sea salt is always too much for me, you know? I'm good with the sea salt as long as I hit the bitter. Yeah, it's it's got a little bit of bitterness, but uh, I guess that's the moderate part. <laughs> the moderate part. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, I'm glad this is uh, only a normal-sized uh, can and not like a tall boy or a 16-ouncer or something, because that would be, you know. You can get yourself a 22 of weird chocolate milk. Yeah, because I like coconut, so at first you get hit with that smell. I'm like, oh, that's delightful coconut, and then like... <laughs> Okay, let's move on. So, beer is far too ambitious. Yeah, it does not taste like beer. I don't know. This is the most American thing I've ever consumed. Um, yeah, so, uh, in terms of game, I've done very little outside of with my static uh, for Odyssey, which is cool because I just quit the static last night. <laughs> Broke Abject's heart. Yeah, it was good because Abject just got his uh, first COVID shot, and then he had some 40s and some muscle relaxers and some oxy and some some whatevers, and the next day he's like, I don't remember anything, but are you leaving the static? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it, it came down to... It was weird. You had to break up with him twice in a week. Oh, yeah, twice in two days. And, <laughs> yeah. And he didn't write the email he promised. Ooh, spoiler alert. Oh, man. I'm a real girl is probably thrilled. So, uh, it just, oh, it, yeah, it can't. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I, I've mentioned it a couple times now just because the name is ridiculous and, uh, who doesn't like abject? So, in terms of the static, it was just too encompassing, you know, finishing and only having five hours before I got to be up for work or just wanting to sit and watch a movie with Carrot and just, sorry, honey, I have to go do this instead. It's more important than you. And that was a source of tension and just constantly conflicting with what I want to do. Like the day I was late last week, it's like I was swimming and had to be like, oh, shit, I got to leave now because we have to go to Odyssey. It's like, well, let me get my my shoes on, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff. And it's just like, you know, I get to sit down with her. We watched a couple of movies. We talked. We've, you know, there's there's not that source of tension in my household now. And I have time to do whatever and not have to commit because I would have been fine staying if it was less days or something. But I wasn't going to dictate what works for me on the entire group. So in my mind, it was better to just kind of go instead of imposing, well, this works for me. So if you guys can't conform to me, I'm out. But I would just be easier to just, I can't conform to you as the group. Therefore, you know, I think that's the responsible thing as a person not to be like, hey, can we not do this except these times and days? Yeah, that's fine. I was, I was totally cool with it. Yeah. Like you, you got, you got to make adult decisions for what you got to do. 
do, man. And I, I would never hold that against you. Yeah, like, uh, honestly, sometimes the weird thing about that is, is sometimes I get the feel from the group that they would like to do less days. But at the same time, we tried that once and then we're like, let's do more days. And then, like, yeah, and let's do more days. Yeah. And, and I don't like jerking the schedule around back and forth because outside of you, um, Hayden and Norcris also have very strict schedules. As yeah, well. I know that, too. Yeah. So, like, I don't like to flex it around on them too much either you know I, I don't know what's going on with abject at any given time but he seems generally okay with the <laughs> i don't time. know if abject knows what's going on with abject at any given time and provided felgar will be awake at the appropriate <laughs> time like he shows up i like but, uh yeah like i i respect that people have adult lives though and that's why i try to schedule all those things so like if the scheduling just doesn't work it's it's cool like just bow out and i guess this is kind of important for people listening too it's like yeah, you can try to attend as many things as possible, and you want to be reliable because your group relies on you to fill a certain role sometimes, but you just got to sometimes identify that your real life is more important. It's like parenting and that having consistency and being consistent and having a schedule and sticking to it. and Those, those are actually very important. They're not just about... Um, uh, being punctual or or being orderly you know that's not about that kind of strict type a kind of stuff it's it's about uh being in that regimen makes you more responsible because you will plan things out in your life or your day or the game things like that more so just like drifting from one thing to another with no discipline or you know it, it adds a certain structure that benefits your overall uh framework of how you approach things if you take it seriously i suppose at least that's how i think yeah. of it yeah i agree and honestly, like when like let's say someone's late to the group or something like that, it may sound like <laughs> like I'm frustrated or something. And it's not really that I'm frustrated because I've been waiting around to do content or anything like that. I, I'm I get frustrated because the other people in my group don't have the time to wait around for people to to decide they want to show up, you know. So we had we had one person super late yesterday, and it actually wasn't spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been that late. I've been late one time, pretty and late, and otherwise we like actually. Yeah, and we actually replaced him for a run, but I, I don't like uh, I don't like making my group wait around for that long because I have respect for their time. I think he showed up like you an know. hour forty minutes later. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous because it, it took us a half hour before like we finally decided to to actually rep him, and then you ended up finding a dude to rep him in and one shout. In one shout, yeah, the someone who had all of the specific jobs that we needed, which was really weird too, because it was like core, Corsair, and black, Mage. black, yeah, it was like a really weird smattering of jobs, and uh, and yeah, dude, dude shows up, dude does fine, and I think yeah, by the by the time that he got around to it, that would have been like forty five minutes later, so yeah, about hour fifteen mark late, yeah. So what I was saying earlier in the middle of that was say I like that Felgar was that late. And then he goes, oh, you know, you guys should just text me. I have a thing set up where it's, it forwards the text in my, or tells in my game to my phone to wake me up. And it gives me a certain ring mess. Like, this is Felgar with his, I want to just reach consensus on this matter uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Is He has different ringtone noises based on forwarding whatever mechanisms he's developed on his, his desktop to forward over tells to his cellular device. He has that and goes, why don't you guys just text me? You know, you would have woken me up. And the greatest thing is, Abject immediately sends him a tell to forward it to his phone. He just sends him a heart. Oh, yeah. And the first thing we hear is, wow, Abject, you found a way to break my thing. It didn't actually work. <laughs> that was so funny. And then he has to sit there and explain, I used the less than and greater than to actually replace the uh, auto-translate symbol. So when you send the heart symbol, it makes it a less than three, and it breaks my entire thing. And it's like, well, how could he have gotten you up then, Phil? I don't know. Oh, wow. 
But here's the thing, though. It, it's not like I ever wildly swing the times. Like, like the start time, when I set a start time, is the start time. Like, you could set an alarm for that in real life if you wanted to. So, no, it should never be up to the person coordinating the event to reach out to someone who isn't there. Like, that person knows when, when it starts. Now, if I was all over the place, like, scheduling you like you worked at fucking McDonald's or something, then, yeah, you know, reaching out to someone because the event time has changed is, is something different. But, like, if if I have people coming consistently for many, many months, nobody should ever be late without just saying something about it. it like, I, And then the same token, like, I'm not expecting that I'm, like, running a business or anything. It's, like, not like our profitability is going down if people are late. If you're going to be late, just do the rest of the group the service of just letting us know you're going to be. And it's totally cool. But it's it's all about communication, guys. And it, it's not about like trying to accommodate one person. That's ridiculous. So I guess that's my rant on that. But yeah, otherwise, um, it was great because I've yelled many times in this game and never on the first yell do I get what I want. And I got no one to tell us besides that guy, too. And never is it like instantly something is like, oh, cool. In 10 seconds, we got what we needed. Because you're like, okay, guys, we're not going to fight NMs tonight. We're just going to do this, get ready to farm. And I go, no, no, let's shout. And I do one shout. And then we, we get it and go with a guy who I accidentally invited to. Carrot and I have a private Discord that we post all our stuff in. Just oh, yeah. not stuff we want to share either, you know. So they pop up in that one. And I immediately go, oh, shit. And I have to like, start trying to kick him. I'm like, oh, wrong one. Because I had clicked over, job, the, clicked over into the wrong one. But then it was just, uh, it was interesting because it's like, hey, uh, thanks for joining the shout. Do you want to replace me permanently in the static? Oh yeah, yeah, and he's like, I, I guess I could. I'm in, I'm in Thailand. The awkward thing about that too is uh, my buddy Blame decides to come back today, and now I need to. Now I'm going to make the executive decision to just pull favoritism and get Blame it instead. Yeah, but Blame's a bad influence on you. He is a bad influence on me, but he's also a good buddy of mine. So I don't want you to go back to Merking Fox. I thought you came over to the better side. Hey, don't worry about that. I still do stuff pro bono. Pro bono, but yes, otherwise. Uh, it's nice now to, like, Carrot and I sit down and we'll do, like, a, a German lesson together or something uh, and just have more time to... Because I want to... There's things I want to accomplish in my life in a time frame that's not too far from now, and I need to put things in motion in the correct way where I'm, like, instead of focusing on doing an Odyssey or something, I can sit and talk or, or line something weird up that I've been putting off or just other things like that. Just I need the time to just not have to stop what I'm doing, because I, I don't like stopping what I'm doing to get into something else, unless I'm planning on doing that. That's fair. I can understand that. Yeah. So, I'm I'm going to miss the static, because I didn't want to actually leave. I, like, I, it's the only time I actually get to play, and all the things that I'm excited right. about, like, I know, okay, I'm going to improve my Puppet Master and do this and that, and we'll see how it goes, and, and I'll, I had these contingencies that I'm running into, into the Lua, so it's properly going to perform better, and things like that. Oh, wait, there's no reason now, because now I'm not going to play the game for shit. <laughs> but oh well, I'll, uh, life goes on, I will find a way. So it'll get interesting. Yeah, it is what it is, man. You just pick what's best for you. I've never actually fought Gigalorum and things, so as funny as that is. Oh. Yeah, I'll, uh, there's, there's clears, there's mobs that have never been fought before, so maybe I'll try and do a climb just to get those clears. Because I have all the clears of the hard and important stuff, just not the other stuff. I've never fought, like, the uh, Umbral. Never some of them are more exciting than others to fight but yeah like the gigalorum uh, marmor krebs uh, is on our roster of the three mobs we kill right now and uh that one yeah it, it, it kind of gets you ready to fight ongo yeah except ongo it's is less dangerous to people's lives 
It's true. Ongo is a much less dangerous mob. That is that is one hundred percent true. Bodies do not hit the ground. Lives do not end. We're dying to a tier two, even though we like crush. Dude, the, the sundering snip. Just one second, you're fine. Then one second, abjects getting one shot at while he's skill chaining. And before people are like, well, actually, you should use our water and keep your health above a certain percentage. Like we know all that. It, it just spams happens. the spell, and then it happens. You know. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Because we have a bunch of mages feeding it a shit ton of TP. So today we have an email, and it's not from Abject. It is from. I think it's Brahms, as in the Paladin guy we mentioned a couple times uh, here, who's also in our Discord. I think he just sent us an email just to to be funny. So, do you want to read the email, Fox? It's not a very long one. It's a very simple one, but... I appreciate it. Yeah, I can, I can definitely read this. Hey, Fox and Spicy. I have a question, but perhaps question is not the correct word to use here. A mystery. Maybe the greatest mystery in the history of Final Fantasy XI? And I would like for the two of you to solve this. There are three sets of ellipses here to build dramatic tension. I don't really know how to do that over the air. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Enter, enter. Dot, However, dot, dot. No Dragoon for party. Camp spot site with 30 damage. But is it for 20, like 30 damage, when you no hit, be it for DD? For 30 damage instead? Or half is 10 for 20 damage? Discuss. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Brahms. Thanks, Brahms. Thanks, Brahms. And that originally was posted on Alakazam July 31st, 2006 at 4.54 p.m., I believe, Eastern Standard Time. It's a relic, but it's it's like my favorite Final Fantasy meme relic. Yes, it's it's come up through the years. So but, you know, everyone knows that line, but little do they discuss the subsequent posts from that person trying to clarify their initial uh, question there. But, uh, you know, I don't think we can decipher this because it's obviously a troll post. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I found that out today pre-show. Um, for I the longest time, I thought it was a dude with, like, a language barrier. And uh, Spicy sends me the archive uh, Alagazam post or whatever, and I click on the dude's name, and it says that he's from a place called Canadia. So... No, 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 you forgot Canadia A. Oh, Canadia A? But it's only an E-H, so is that a Canadian way of spelling E-G-H, or...? I don't, don't know. I, don't I think know. that's the greatest mystery of all. You know? So, but yes, for the longest time, people tried to decipher <laughs> what this guy was trying to ask, and it was just a troll, apparently. It was a 16-page thread, which was something, but my favorite part of that thread was uh, the Shizumura guy who posted, I believe English is not your primary language and stuff, and he posted it in Spanish, French. Um, is, that, is, that also, is that also like Portuguese? I think he's got Portuguese in here, and also German, and also Japanese and Chinese, and then we really want to answer your question, but we just cannot understand you, and then transfers that also into all those, uh, we got like nine languages here, I think one's Dutch this time, <laughs> and then what's great is the admin comes in later and posts the same thing, and this is very <laughs> analogous to Reddit here, because... We'll get into it in a second, but that happens on Reddit as well, because we're going to have to give our boy Prior Chemistry 3037 a nice send-off. He's, he's come up in the a couple episodes ago, I believe, in the first Mythic one. But, uh, yeah, because you get the people who come in here and they try to be helpful. And, of course, you get the people who don't take it seriously because it's obviously not a serious thing. But you get the people to come in here and try to be helpful and try to actually go, 
and break down what they're saying and try to actually understand it and answer the thing. And then the mods come in and, and repeat the exact quote of, uh, I believe English is not your primary language post. And just, you know, all these pages of going on trying to figure out. But the subsequent posts that go along with the original meme here, am I on page two? No. It ends at page two, although it's 16, go figure. It does go on for quite a while. Legendary thread status. Okay, so the follow-up from the OP there is, oh, so when you go in, it's not 30, you need 10 to get to the camp when you multiple it. So for Dragoon, it's 20 damage, not 30 damage. (laughs) Followed by the last one is, OMG, three exclamation marks, one caps lock last time. I do not repeat dot dot dot. I took taken 20 damage. But for Ranger, 30 damage, so if you start from camp, you want half for Dragoon. So 10, but if I attack first, do I get 30 damage or 20? You know, I forget what the title of that movie is, but that, that movie where uh, where Hugh Jackman is using like Tesla's technology to perform magic tricks. Have you seen that movie? I figured this you know was just Tom Cruise. Was it Tom Cruise and Rain Man? It's just Rain Man with... Uh... No, this this... For whatever reason, I always I, I just picture like the moving the, the moving man or whatever magic trick from that movie, like for this post, and I don't know why. Like I just want to make a meme out of it so badly. I, I picture I'm Robin Williams. I, I picture Robin Williams doing Rain Man during his what is it, uh Weapons of Mass Destruction uh stand up tour, I think it was. I'm not quite sure. It's been a long time. Uh I picture him doing Rain Man's voice of but if I attack first, do I get thirty or twenty or twenty? Definitely might work. Definitely might work. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but and that is something that's never changed over the years of the internet, because come Reddit, you get certain things where you get posts, and it happens to be things like, um, I'm not doing damage on Dark Knight. What is the proper Savage Blade setup? Uh, I only have 10 mil. I know pulse weapons go for 15. Can someone please sell me a pulse for 10? Which mage jobs are actually good anymore? Uh, and the most recent one, oh, how do I learn blue mage spells faster? Well, that was another one I remember from prior chemistry. going and getting them? From prior chemistry. And all these questions, uh, oh, let's solve a mystery. How do I do an assault? Uh, that was the title, let's solve a mystery. And this last thread, people on Reddit had just been so fed up. This was discussed in our Discord. It was, uh, several people in the Discord were direct, immediate participants in this thread when it popped up because it had become somewhat somewhat of a sport, I imagine. But I have it right here. It was in true fashion here. Uh, I feel like I'm not doing any damage as a summoner from prior chemistry. And then he, I feel like he's probably right. And he goes up to say, this is the gear. Got Grid of War, Alon Strap, Edelon Pendant plus one, Apogee Crown, Convoker's Doublet, Camp Stray's Cape, Apogee Slacks and Pumps, Ferrar Ring, Ferrar Ring plus one. Evan Earring, Ramis Earring, Sanctus Sachet, Lucidity Sash, and Merlinic Destamas. I put a lot of effort into these items, and I'm just not doing any real damage. Maybe a thousand if I'm lucky. Six thousand plus damage if I don't understand Summoner. Or I just don't understand Summoner. And that turned into just, you know, can you stop this already? This is, stop the ship posts. And immediately within, I think, the same day, it turned into this thread here. Fine, because there is a big constructive thing there of a person trying to help out and saying what they should do on Summoner and, and all this nonsense. And 
uh, a lot of people, myself included, just saying, you know, just stop. You're just, all you do is post shit. Just don't ever post again, please. And it turned into immediately, fine, you've guys won. I've been trying to get better by asking questions, but people are always against me, and I think and think I'm a troll. So, so I've decided to stop playing this fantastic game. Thanks a lot, great community. I won't bother anyone ever again. So I don't usually bite during this sort of thing, but like it's a crescendo. All, all these, yeah, all these questions on top of this guy just being like a massive gill buyer and all this stuff. Yes. Um. So apparently he made this post or whatever. And then I just happened to be cruising through Port Sandy and I just decided to take a screenshot of uh, this dude just still standing there after he made that post. So apparently the dude was just looking for some sort of pity party, which really disgusts me um, and trying to make people feel bad like he's quitting or something. And there he was just standing there, you know, not unsubscribed. And today he's on again. So, yeah, he's on. He's on today, too. It's a Sarah. It's so. it's Dragon Forces. So I don't know what you could expect from a Sarah, but that's that's what you get. Yeah, because I mean, it's one thing to be a new player and have questions, but it's another thing just to be a total fucking loser. And to try to do that sort of shit on the Internet just makes you a total fucking loser. It's just all there is to it. I like the title. Fine. You've guys won. Sure. Fine. You have guys. Waste of time. Uh, You know, but that's going to there's not too much to say about it. This is just a send off to prior chemistry. I'm not quitting Hotel California style. Uh, Yeah. But. This is gonna go. This is gonna go into the topic here, of barriers, and for some people, we, this is gonna merge several topics into one. But it's also somewhat of a distinct topic because barriers for each person is different. And we've talked about what to do as a new player, or uh, link shells, or social. That's not necessarily that not necessarily social cohesion, but um, like group co- like party compositions in terms of uh, you know, just those kinds of topics. But you know, this is. This is somewhere in between all those, but also very relevant because the idea came to me not from shit-faced dragon forces here, but are we being too harsh, Fox? Am I being too harsh? I don't know. Uh, I honestly haven't looked into him nearly as much as you and the rest of the Discord has. I I have not been following this dude at all. I happened to click on the one that said, oh, I'm quitting the game and here's my sob story. Um, to which I was just like, well, great. Spicy just made someone else cry. You've guys but, won. Um, sure. But then to like see the dude in game afterwards was where I thought that the dude was a real shitbag. Yeah. It's one thing like if he if he actually did quit, but since he was just doing it to throw a pity party, no. Yeah, it was, uh, just, I guess, to try to make people that's feel the point bad. where I start thinking. Yeah, that's the point where I start thinking the dude's just a loser. Well, what was your first hint? But, oh, the gill buying, honestly. Yeah, because oh, that was another thread they'd made. Uh, how do I make gill? And then they suddenly spend 32 million gil. Yeah, with their Amex. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's got a higher uh, credit card processor fee. So I just think that, you know, maybe the RM team to get more savvy here and get on with like uh, debit cards or something. I don't know. Maybe they could start taking uh, Stellar Lumens. <laughs> God. Maybe. Uh, but for me, myself and I, uh, I have barriers now again that I haven't had because before I was playing with you, I had these barriers and it was talked about early on in the podcast of... Uh, the difficulty of shout groups and the effort involved. And the idea came to me from that. And then the email from Brahms went into this. And then it made me think of how people tried to help that person. Like they tried to help prior chemistry. And I go, Oh, we should probably have a send off for this guy. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I, see, I, I see the, and I see into the, the pathway. Yes. Now. And that's how my mind goes. And then into the uh, barriers people face. We also asked the discord here 
of what do they think of when they think of barriers. Oh, and by we, you mean you. Well. Because I just didn't even know this post existed. Well, you know, we're a team here, Fox. Podcast chat, I assume. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, there's so much words to get caught up on. Uh, It's mainly Graeme or Grama, whatever his name is. Uh, Uses a lot of words with Lucifer. Otherwise, it's not too many words. But while you catch up on that, also, uh, last segment, since I almost got into the the meat, the leftover brisket and potatoes here, uh, last minor segment here is that someone named GoWiki on the Odin server is sending Gil, apparently the people who were editing the wiki. So if you're on the Odin server and you want to apparently have some anonymous uh, donor here start, I don't know what the story is. No one understands it. It just happened to, I think, Lucifer who's a, a decent wiki contributor slash editor. And they just randomly had uh, Gil in their inbox from GoWiki. So uh, thank you, Anonymous GoWiki, for helping to support people's efforts into uh, removing certain barriers from the game because, let's face it, without the wiki, we'd all be lost. But spicy. It, doesn't that mean it's actually backed by the wiki? I mean, the character's name is Wiki. <laughs> is, that, is that where all the, the, the money from wiki goes? Is into, <laughs> is into Gil? Yes, we... Uh, much like Saboth the Great waving to that RMT before we started. Um, yeah. U-L-D-H-Q-X-5, you know, whatever that guy's name is, a bunch of consonants. It's not Welsh, and it's not uh, not English, so therefore it's RMT, uh, most likely. Uh, you know, just much, much like that. Uh, you know. Okay, so we got barriers, huh? Yeah, and it's not just how much is my Amex limit on my card, uh, because... Yes. That we've talked much and to a large extent about the culture of mercs and everything in the game and RMTing and how that changes the atmosphere, but that's also a barrier in this game is when you have a prevailing attitude of, shall we call it hopelessness, it creates another barrier for people who are actually trying and it requires you to put more effort in because honestly, Fox, I feel at this point in the game as now a new solo player again. Um, I just feel like, cause it was going through my mind constantly too, just how much effort is it going to take to try and do any content I actually want to do? Because I'm not interested in these link shells that I'm seeing, especially the one, the notorious monster one that, yeah, yeah, I, I, I could not, I'd rather, you know, inject things in my body like, uh, I don't know. I was going to use like, like cement or something, just something that would be very, yeah air yeah air or you know acetone just this i'd rather inject acetone in my eyes than 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 be a part of taking retinally event yeah i I rather take you know a thermometer and and just then play with that link shell and do events with them based on what i've heard and what i see and just that that creates quite a barrier to me wanting to i want to do these things as i'm sure most people do because they post uh, I want to get into the game, or how do I do this, or what's the best way, or the fastest way they often ask, too. Just those kind of things. And it's different for everyone, I'll say. But, yeah. You know, uh, when it comes to, like, Link Shells in particular, um, I, 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 I'm I kind of the same way. Like, I, I join these Link Shells to help them, like, try to become stronger players. So, like, I have a different mindset going into this than Spicy does. Um, Spicy wants to just play with people who are competent and call it a day good content done or whatever i'm trying to build people so like i don't come from the same perspective that he does and that's why i tolerate the shell the way i do and uh 
when it when it comes to any link shell I've been in, it, it seems like there's like I'm just gonna go out and say it. It just doesn't seem like there are any good players anymore. Honestly, it feels that way. And what I mean by that isn't like people who have gone out and gotten their R15 mass immune or like some sort of ridiculous shit or like their R15 death penalties or all that that garbage. Um, I'm talking about the players who will just sit down and actually just research something. So that way they know what they can take their group into and just be knowledgeable about things. Um, I like just because I can answer a bunch of questions and stuff like doesn't mean that I'm doing anything special. Like I just went and I just researched something and that shouldn't be special. That should be the bare minimum effort people put into things. And when I talk about good players, I'm not talking about how new someone is. I'm talking about how far someone is willing to go to actually enhance themselves. And it seems like a lot of it just stops on the superficial level. Like people just give up and stop trying. Yeah. You know, Fox, uh, the link shell two, just seeing uh, what's it say, Sif, C I P H, whatever in the link shell. He was talking about. He was actually all excited that his Odyssey Shoal C farm got four K segments, and he's like in the link shell. He's like four K. You know, he was like all excited, and I'm thinking to myself because you mentioned R15 is how this entered my mind. I'm running through with you guys using an R11 all mace on Blue Mage, and getting we're getting eight to ten K. Uh, segments regularly when we farm just running around i granted we're a group but still that's that's more than double the points and it's kind of like i can't imagine at this point being said about 4k because we were getting that just well, cool joking i can enlighten you as to what's going on though um they're actually doing shoal b oh okay yeah so they actually play to their level that's so good. they're they're not like trying to overachieve and and that guy in particular along with a lot of the people he plays with aren't like R15 dudes. Um, they're people who are actually just newish players, like who have just come back to the game, basically. And um, I'd probably do so Shoal A then, context. because the difference between B and C is not high, and B has more running room and it. it's a lot more time wasted from running. So I'd probably just do A. It's true, but I think they're also using the hides to upgrade. I figured too. that was it too. Yeah. Actually, one thing I wanted to do with our group was actually take us into Shoal B and see if we could full clear it. No, we talked about that before, and you were saying that the the limiting factor then would be the time it takes to engage and disengage and run. Yeah, but not if we use a blue mage. Blue mages? Well, no, I wouldn't go back to cruel joke for that. No, you would fight normally but, like we uh, do, just... but you'd have a second blue mage to have extra cruel joking. Because there's more cruel jokeable yeah, things, I aren't could there? See that. Um, I don't know if there's no if there's more, but I know that there's a different list of mobs. So, um, for example, the Tigers don't like to be doomed in C, but they can be doomed in B. Stuff like that. I wonder if it's so it's different it's resistance values between the two of them. That'd be really weird for them to do. I don't know because it, it's only like because tigers maybe are, it max a, a difference of like ten levels. Like tigers it's are something you normally doom, so it's definitely not a matter of level in this case because you're dooming everything else fine and they're the same level. Well, I believe B also resists magic in C. Oh, which is which is why a, we have a hard a zone, time on a lot it's of a them. zone mechanic then. Yeah, and and the uh, the lynxes are doomable though, but if they you notice, do resist a lot sometimes. of the other beast types aren't. Yeah, exactly. They're they're, they're more prone to it. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's different in B than it is in C though. There are some mobs that are just like flat out immune things that you wouldn't expect. You know that sort of deal. I hate this beer. Um, <laughs> I, 
I bet, dude. I would. That's actually one of the ones I would stay away from. I don't like yeah. uh, like milk products are always kind of sketchy for me. Yeah. And like com- the thought of combining like milk and alcohol is not a is not a world I want to live. You know, another minor segment. I made peach um, Belgian waffles this morning, and that was far far more enjoyable as an off the wall thing uh, than having any sort of beer like this. Nice. I actually never have the chance to use peach in like morning type things. Like, I, like I've wanted to make peach pancakes actually. Yes, like, those are even two better. Weeks ago. Yeah, man. I was struggling to. I was on because I don't use a recipe for waffles because I've made them so many times. I just ad lib it, much like our podcast tonight, because there's no yeah. outline. Right. But um, I had to ad lib it, and you know, just add random amounts of cornstarch or different things to try and give it the right consistency, because the peaches make it more liquidy and soft, and it'll, when you open the waffle maker, it'll split in two. It's kind of like pain. So, but pancakes don't have that problem, so it's a lot easier to do with pancakes. You can also cut the peaches very thin and caramelize them in the pan really quick, and then just throw them on the backside of the pancake before you flip it. And that it would sounds be. like you're not greasing the waffle maker. Oh no, it, it's it's no problem. It only happens when the waffles of a too liquidy, soft consistency. Because then, um, oh. yeah, it's it, it's it's nonstick. I have no problem normally. It's just uh, the the waffles of a certain consistency. Then it'll split when you open it. Oh, okay. I don't make waffles nearly as often as I make pancakes. I make so. them like every week, multiple times a week. At sometimes at certain nice. points. I love waffles. Very nice. But that also gets us to our uh, our first sponsor today. Uh, what the Food, a segment of WTF and Von Adil, has been brought to you by Soul Sushi. For the gentle meal that will always keep up with you, turn to Soul Sushi. Whether crafted by Windersty and Sushi Masters or that guy down the street, Soul Sushi never seems to go bad. Get yourself a serving today while supplies are still fresh. <laughs> or that guy down the street. So is that something we're doing now? Yes, yes. Uh, people who are in the Discord are able to write us uh, fake ads for sponsors, and we read these on air at random points whenever they seem fitting. So, Oh, is that the Podast lad pad? Yeah, or whatever? It's instead of Lampoon, lampoon? it's, it's podca- or Podast, uh, as we've covered that one before, Ladpoon, <laughs> Ladpoons. I'm so behind on the times. So I'm out for two weeks, and I just don't understand anything anymore. Yeah, you missed. Uh, did we read the first ones in the Mythic one? And you weren't there. That's that's terrible. I forgot to read them last time. We were in such a hurry to get done with the Mythics that I didn't even read any. Oh wow! So yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. <laughs> that guy down the street. Uh, but yeah, like uh, going back to them though, like them playing to the level and like doing the things they do. Like I'm, I'm all about them doing. Like they actually do things a pretty legitimate way. And it was interesting because like talking to him during the Helms today, um, he actually expressed a bit of frustration about people, you know, not playing this game legitimately. And <laughs> it was it's actually really refreshing to see that. That happened last night with the guy we invited. And it, it was actually just the biggest, oh man, I knew it was going to be like this kind of moment of disappointment. We're fighting um, Procne, the, the bird, yeah. tier two. And it's not hard. Um, but the guy gets knocked back and he goes in voice, he goes, I'll just put anchor on. And then immediately I go, no, you could just not do it. Uh, you don't need it. And then you're like, yeah, it'll make you a better player if you don't use it. You followed it up with, but it was just like the fact that he just opened it. Like, I'm just going to use anchor guys. It's like, no, no, you're not. No. Well, like, that's just a thing. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was because just like a nonchalant. It is for so many people and it's disgusting. Uh, 
You know, Anchor used to be in the days when Esho was the latest content. It'd be like something only like those uh, elitist link shell asshole people did. Uh, where there could be a couple people who would just be like the tank would randomly throw on this link shell. Because back then, only link shells, you wouldn't really have a shout group to tackle um, black mage burning Aeonic weapons when they were brand new. It was kind of something you didn't really shout for at that time. And just, it was kind of reserved for those kind of people. And you're like, oh, of course, that guy he thinks he's so great to use it. And now it's just like the the every man's kind of average Joe item. Oh, I'll just throw anchor on. Like it's like it just comes in the standard window or kit or something. And, you know, for the people who may be listening to this now who miss like the, the ridiculous what the fuck is cheating episode. Oh, boy. Um, I, I use don't Lua, listen to it. Right. Yeah. I'm, it's not worth listening to. Honestly, I'm talking about my own content, of course, but whatever. Um, like it's 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 not a matter of you know shades of gray of like what's cheating what's not cheating like it's it's basically it goes directly against the core mechanics of the game to not have your character move when something hits you with knockback or knockback it's uh come on there there's no there's no shades of gray there you know what you're doing and you know that's just kind of we we all draw the line in different places and i don't want to go on and on about it thankfully thankfully we you know spoke up really quick and that didn't happen so yeah, exactly. And I, I'm just, I, I just don't know why people think they need to do this to keep up with it. Like, don't people actually enjoy the challenge of the game anymore? Like, I, I question mark. Well, I don't know why my summoner's not doing any damage, Fox. I, you know, there's various reasons for that. Like, I could actually answer that dude's question like so many other people have before. But I mean, what you were arguing is, are those people just throwing their answer away? And kind of is sometimes like the per- is the person at the end of the day going to learn i had someone ask me today during the helms thing it's like well you know how do people you know become better at this game and stuff and i say well number one you go Care. over to bg and you look up like if you're trying to be a better damage dealer you go look up the formula for damage and you just go learn that it'll tell you how to approach all the content in the game so as a new player because i had to throw myself back here I mean, I'm, I'm not that great now, so maybe I say throw myself back three years ago. I still should. Uh, throw myself back here to, like, 2007. Like, I've been playing the game for a year or less at that point. And just, uh, I mean, when I first got to the mire, I couldn't find my way through it. I was so lost. Kadarva mire. And just those kinds of things. And those you overcome by playing. And I don't think anyone here, like... I mean, some people, at that time, the the FFXIDB map you could have on your screen didn't exist. You had to like keep opening your map, and sometimes you just didn't have the map. You'd be like, as a new player, you didn't buy the map, well, I'm an idiot. But as a new player, I learned before I even got there to buy maps, because, oh, I need the map. How do I get the map? You just, you know, end up Googling, where's the map NPC? Because in 2006, yeah. Google was a thing. It, just, it still is now. And I was <laughs> more clueless than any of these players are without the two pieces of gill to rub together um to just ha- make anything happen i couldn't buy anything i couldn't do anything and just figuring stuff out like that and not quitting and wanting to like not suck as much and enjoying walking through the zones and it's really fun to play this game if you think about it if you take away the pursuit that we're in now this uh this gear-based rat race we're in now where i think back in the day it was more about the journey. Um, kind of like rap. Back in the day, it was about the struggle. And nowadays, rap's all about the party. So the same thing goes for this game in my mind. Not that like, oh, back in my day. I mean, things do change, but not that much. 
uh, just the slower pace of the game, the lack of the fast travel, those kind of things. You end up, whether you like it or not, if you're staying in the game at that point in time, you end up into this, you don't think about how many hours you wasted running around zones, but you don't do that now. Not that that's required to be good, but it gets you in a certain mindset of growing and developing, and you overcome those barriers like, oh, I need to get AF. And getting AF feed on Puppet Master was quite the struggle because you have to go through the mire. You have to go to some place you've never been before uh, that unless you cheated, which back then you didn't have Clipper and stuff in 2006, at no. least that I know of. Uh, so you had to do it legitimately. And flea hacking was a thing, I believe, but it's I didn't yes, it flea. Was. I was playing Xbox 360 at that time. I, I was not able to use flea hacking. Not that I would have, but... Just having to go to this area in the mire through a point where there's a cliff with the rams. If anyone's ever found the rams in the mire, they are tucked away there. And they're on a cliff you cannot walk to. You have to like walk all the way around. Like the mire and the reef and stuff in, in TOAU are this notorious uh, where you're trying to get to the Lamia or anything like that. And you have all those, uh, uh, what is it, animated experimental Lamia for ZMs, And you have all those tiers of stairs you'd like walk through the entire zone of the reef all the way through it through multiple maps just to get to that point before you fall down it's where the um the guide is but that's the same kind of thing with the getting to this tree in the devaka isle i think it was maybe not just but just getting around to that point and it was a struggle because you're getting aggroed by imps and they will kill you at that level definitely and just all the kinds of things but just going through that it gets you in the mindset of just overcoming and growing and it, the game at that point was about enjoying the journey of walking and it was a struggle and it was frustrating at certain times you just wanted to rage quit which happens in this game still but you don't have that anymore so i don't think we yeah, zones aren't dangerous anymore yeah they're not and if they are you can write them out um <laughs> you know everyone has sneaking and biz items yeah, uh, your story reminds me of when i was running sky actually back then and uh, there were people like I remember when when people would like join the the Sky Plus or whatever and they'd do their application all that ridiculous shit we made people do and they would show up at Sky and we'd tell them everything just assume everything aggro's magic until you learn otherwise and you would see so many people still find ways to magic aggro up there and what what a lot of people don't realize about old Sky is that that is like one of the hardest zones to actually aggro things in unless you go out of your way to do something stupid and. Uh, you know, there's an argument for like the, the the weapons once you're inside or whatever, but like outside, yeah, like you'd have to go out of your way to do that. And back then, like you were saying with with the mire, you had to travel through the entire zone constantly on like rotation from NM camp to NM camp. And if you fucked up, you wasted everyone's time trying to rescue you because that person who who cast or did magic aggro or something, they usually died. They usually aggroed everything around them and were just insta killed by the mobs and then how do you get people up well you have to raise them which is a magic cast so then you had to have everyone stop what they're doing and clear the area around you because there was no home pointing if, if you if you home pointed there was no crystal to warp out to um you would have to run back and it usually took about 45 minutes to run back so like you either had re-raise on or someone had to re or someone had to raise you but basically the game used to punish you back then and and teach you how to get through these zones and teach you how to be a better player at least situationally aware player um, much better than it does now, because now there's nothing out there to punish you outside of, you know, six man content where someone might aggro something in Odyssey and people might die, but that only wastes a half hour of a group's time, not like the four hours it took to farm sky. So the, the so. point, the point of my long winded story too, to also 
I like your story is very good because I remember that being a big thing in Sky. Sky was a big to do. And it was good, but those things would always happen. But that's different from today, of course. That doesn't happen now, as you were saying. Yeah. But my big thing was um, you got to enjoy the journey. And if you were going to stick around in this game, you were going to have to appreciate what it took to... At that point, you literally saw yourself growing in like like a blade of grass, just very, not overnight, but just progressing. And you got into this mindset of, Achieving something as simple as AF would be the equivalent almost, or actually, literally today, the equivalent of making an Aeonic weapon would be the equivalent of obtaining your AF at level 56, your boots or something. I think they're 52 for Pup, but just nonetheless, um, that kind of thing. They might have been pants. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure the boots, the baboshes, come from that tree, the tree in the mire. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, not that I want to, I always go off on this tangent because I'm trying to think about if it's correct because it's been a long time. I want to make sure my memory is not just filling in the blanks with bullshit like it does. It, it, well, no matter what, it's one of the artifact pieces, man. It, it, it is. But, but yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I know. I just, I get caught in the details and the minutiae because that's the way my mind works or it doesn't work. But that, you know, we don't stop to do that anymore. And I think over time, making the game more accessible as positive as a change as I think that is to the continued health of the game and, and the, uh, population. I want to say the health of the community, but the the population numbers to continue the game. We've lost that sort of how many players around from that day still exist. I think we've lost that, and it's all about just going after the items, eliminating barriers in a new fashion. Of, I mean, if you don't pay for it to overcome it, you just kind of stomp it or whatever. And the everyone else who's left behind or doesn't know, they don't go through that uh, character building experience that you've had. Not that you have to, to obtain things. That's similar to the argument I say, it doesn't matter how fast you level your job because you don't learn to play your job until you've capped out and actually fight something for real. Um, not to make it an argument like that, but barriers for people now, uh, they don't have that buildup to get to that point. So when I see in the Notorious Monster Link shell is a lot of people who either come in and go, today, I don't know the guy's name, this is not even important, but... He goes, anyone need a warrior to smash some content? And it's like, people have always done that, of course, but now it's just a little different nowadays because it is. But not, I don't want to explain why, but it is. And it's just, that's not trying, and that's wanting to overcome barriers or just to play the game in general by just being like, hey, who wants to play with me? And that's the same as like walking into a bar and say, hey, who wants to fuck me tonight? You know, it's just not going to work. You know, there, <laughs> there's, there's a lead up. Who's going to take me right. home? Who's going to pay for this terrible coconut truffle imperial milk stout with sea salt, dark chocolate, natural chocolate, and coconut flavors? No one's going to do that, okay? But yeah. yeah. It's pretty true. Um, I, what the, it is, and I think this, this is a huge barrier for new people. It, it's not really a barrier in the traditional sense, like, something you have to overcome it's like something in your own mind you have to overcome so there's like all this pressure to like be the guy in this game like you got to be really cool or like no one will invite you or whatever like you know making friends and just dicking around doesn't actually exist anymore and it actually does like i've seen quite a few people do stuff like that it does go on their own adventures like uh yeah I, i see it happen all the time and um you just have to actually look for it. But with all these, like with all these people perceiving that there's this pressure to like be the guy, you see all these people who just like burn through their jobs. Um, there's all these people who will argue, Oh, well, I don't need to spend all these levels, like leveling my job manually or anything like that. I, you know, I'm not going to learn anything from it. Everything I'll learn is from in game. 
And I constantly see people who end up with these 99 jobs and they have no idea how to gear the job. They have no idea how to play the job. They have no idea how to play their, their job type, their job archetype, like being a DD. Uh, a lot of people think that all there is to being a DD is just like doing a big weapon skill number. And there's like so many other things that you need to learn. I mean, I was asked today um, what it takes to what it takes to to kill Albumen as a melee strat. And I answered honestly, I was like, well, you have to have people who are good at being DDs. And they asked, well, you know, what is that? And I go, well, you have to have people who are situationally aware. They understand the mechanics. They understand how to gear out their job properly. They understand the value of a DT set and where to, when to wear it. Uh, they, they come prepared. Like, they, they know what they are doing. That was honestly more and, true in the past, too, because if you just throw on malignances like a thief or something and go at Hollywood with the proper, proper bard carols and, and geobuffs and stuff, you're not going to get enfeebled to death like you used to be. And as long True. as the tank has hate, you just wail away at that thing as long as things are slept and everything. And that's literally how you do it. It's easier than it's ever been to yeah, do. You just, so. you just don't stand next to anyone else either. Yeah, that's it. And I had to always yell at people to not to stand next to me when I was doing album in his melee strap back in the day. They would always stand next to me. I don't know why, but I don't, I'm not a... It's like, you don't want to do that, man. I'm not Mother Goose. Get out from behind me. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's a lot of people who are just, they just are completely mystified because they miss and they're like, oh, but I'm best in slot. I have the I have this best in slot idea, and how, how come I'm doing so bad? You know, I don't the, understand. The guy we invited, I don't know, he didn't say best in slot, but I've been seeing people say best in slot lately for things, oh, and man. it's just it's always so bad. It's really cringy. The bisquick. Yeah, like they throw around this best in slot phrase on forums, and it's like this this keyword. Or if you refer to yourself as best in slot, it must be true. R15 and best in slot. Yeah, it, it's, it's, the same rant, it's the same rant that I always go it on. It was Caius like, X in the Ambuscade. So that screenshot sure. I posted in the Discord. So I joined... Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was the Red Mage who, who wasn't able to frazzle remove. One time. I, it, must be, it must be my fault. Um, so I joined a pug VD with capable people. I'll only mention one because I don't like them, and that's Caius X. And he's on Red Mage, kind of just standing back there, because why would you fight on Red Mage? You just got to stand back and care, of course. Yeah. Um, it's play styles. I'm not, it's not, it's just, just because I just think differently doesn't mean he's doing something wrong in this case. But he is fighting and he goes to land Frazzle and he goes, huh, how was I resisted? I have best in slot magic accuracies on my job. And he was like freaking out that he got resisted. And was saying I had best in slot magic. I, I posted in the Discord. It sounds like he's new to Red Mage. Uh, I don't think he's new to anything, especially not sucking. But because any Red Mage will tell you that there are some mobs that just simply have resistance against those those spells, and sometimes you have to cast. How about mobs. things that don't always land a hundred percent of yeah. the time, every time? It's just true. like you don't land every hit a hundred percent of the time when you swing in a mob. It's just to say you're best in slot and be astounded you were resisted means that you really don't know shit because it's you should yeah. not be astounded it's an expected outcome yeah my red mage is absolutely ridiculous but i get resisted like quite frequently i'm like level 150 content and stuff yeah absolutely in ambuscade where uh, remu only has susceptibility to earth yes i'm gonna get resisted on stuff that isn't it's on the summoner mob main mob yeah oh it was on the, oh oh well, what happens it's not like <laughs> oh no i thought he was trying to cast on remu i believe it was on the summoner main mob Oh, if it's on the sum, oh, I'm sorry. That's worse on the child. <laughs> but it's still a possible outcome. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure that guy is going to end up being good at Red Mage someday. But 
I you should never freak out about it. You don't need to like assert that you're best in slot as though you're you're gonna get kicked from the party because people will think you're a noob or something. Many years ago before Odyssey it's was ridiculous. a thing and Omen was the latest greatest content and people would sh- I would shout for that because I was trying to find Dog and Body and stuff, which I actually finally replaced Dog and Body for good as of today from last night because now my Gluddy's body is R twenty thanks to you guys. So Oh, I think you're right. Yep. Oh, I, I like using Dagon Body. I do as well, and it's not it's not like it's uh, obsolete. It's I've been messing around in the spreadsheet, and it keeps keeping up in different scenarios, like uh, no Sam roll kind or Sam roll, but not cat. It was like it was a bunch of bullshit. It was like I wouldn't carry it anymore, but it wasn't. I could see for a warrior or another job wanting to use it. Not Dragoon though. Um, nonetheless, well, if I don't carry it. How am I going to lock sail on my paladin? Uh, yeah, I noticed that. It just looks like you're wearing an Iron Ram's uh, Wings of the Goddess body. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool for level 60-ish back in the day. Nonetheless, I remember playing with him many, many years ago when Omen was brand new content, and he'd be on Bard, and he would melee on Bard, because he was a badass Bard, and all of our songs would be off against the last NM, the cat, and it's like, or getting dispelled too, and he's just sitting there meleeing and doing nothing but meleeing. It's like, dude, could you derp, derp. could you re-sing? And that's how I ended up B-listing this guy, but he pops up still because he still plays the game after all these years, and he keeps popping up, and every time, something like that. But that's the prevailing mindset of the community. Not that the, the, the topic of this episode is the mindset of the community, but the point I'm getting at over all these stories and long-winded, uh, you know, ad-libbing here, is that the mindset that we've made as a community, as a collective body of everyone's experiences creating the largest echo chamber that we now exist in, is that we're making our own barriers as a community based on the perceptions we're putting out to everyone and spreading, not actually what's real. If you get resisted, it happens. If you are doing something and being obsessed with yourself and not paying attention to the group, you you know you're the barrier to the group you know and and being afraid to get into a group here's one thing someone posted in discord i think it was zon and it was that if you're not basically an r15 dd in a server you have trouble getting in groups which is not something i've really experienced but i definitely could see that being a thing that's the barrier is that if you aren't you know people don't understand what they need for a group they don't understand what's good they don't understand what a responsible dd is because they ask you what it is but they go, you know, they understand R15 is Bisquick. And they just go, oh, if you have that, you're good enough to come. We'll, we'll you know, we'll mollywop it. We'll stomp this guy. We'll stomp the yard. And that's that's not how it works. And when you fail, or even if you just narrowly overcome and struggle when it's not that hard, uh, that's that's the barrier. And it's, it's, it's the problem everyone has. And I have a Reddit post here because I'm going to give you time to talk now because I'm talking too much. I've can I've actually considered recently joining those groups that shout for those things and just not even using Arima. You don't have to. Ambuscade weapons destroy shit that we fight. Yeah, I'm using like, like nothing people, but people who don't know my lately. character. Like I have Rima. <laughs> I, I I have I have so many Rima, but like I, I've considered just joining it and just not even using it because like these people think you need Rima for shit you do not need Rima for. Torrid is perfectly fine for fighting Shimryu VDs, or oh, yeah. Migling is perfectly fine for farming um Shoal C or, or fighting fucking Bumba or anything. Like these are not fighting yeah. Procne using um Shining One. Like these are really good weapons that are right up there, and it's not. You don't have to be R anything to use them. Any any divergence content? Any uh, any omen content? If you optimize yeah. your set for shining one on dragoon, you'll probably do more damage than an R fifteen Trishul that has no idea what the fuck they're doing besides pretending they're reading my guide and knowing what's going on. It's true. Like if you're not skill chaining uh, Trishula, it's not kind of yeah. lacks a bit. Yeah, especially nowadays. 
I love I actually, Trish. Bro. I actually, I actually took a uh, shining one out on my dragoon um, to farm. What's what's that bird in Cape Tarragon? Uh, the Verhunir or whatever. Bernal oh, Farm. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. One. I was so trying to get a, a, I was trying to get a, a Marin staff plus one so I could just put on my mule to augment someday, just to have it for wind affinity or whatever. And um, I went out and like I was doing star divers, and of course I was wrecking it with star diver. And I was like, you know what, for shits and grins, let's go ahead and use the shining one. So I, I used shining one, and shining one absolutely destroyed my trish. It, it was pornographic, dude. And yeah, like a lot of people, like people are shouting for things and they don't even understand why they're shouting. I mean, I That's don't know what your skill chain damage would do to that bird. I imagine two star divers should probably kill it, but I also, I mean, two impulse oh, it, drives probably it kill it too. Exactly. It was two and two. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. But, but like the damage was lower. I was relying on skill chain damage, whereas the, the damage from, from impulse drive was actually, actually pretty insane. Oh, it, it is. Like, it, you probably were doing like 70k. Almost double. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. It was absolutely gross. Like when we were fighting Procne, uh, I had to spam uh, Calmless Torment because I was a, a negative PDF, and I don't know that I was. It just strongly looked like I was, and Stardiver was doing. You were. Yeah, and when the by the time that the attack down aura came up, I knew I was. But oh yeah, in that situation in which since I do not have Rongnant, Rongnant, whatever it is, Rongo, since I don't have Rongo, uh, that's not a situation I could take advantage of. I'm not going to make Rongo for that fucking niche nonsense. But that's for the time. a tier two Odyssey. Yeah, fight. for a tier two Odyssey fight, I'm not going to make it. But it's come up other times too. But not enough to ever need it. And before Odyssey, it absolutely never came up really. But Shining One there absolutely is the best choice I could throw out. So having R15 yeah. is stupid at that point, and people don't know that, and they just they still struggle to overcome based on that perception they're making. Because there was another thread on Reddit. There's been from the free campaign. There's been quite a number of threads. So this one was how is the sense of the community from a returning player from 2006 and they had said i remember how much we had to rely on each other to, to pretty much get anything done back then and it made it feel like almost a very tight community so i posted this uh not so nice response of i would say those days are long gone on average the community on any server but certainly on a sura and likely growing on Bahama, are overrun by a rabble of riffraff. There is no yell filter that will fix... That will. <laughs> it's good. It's exactly what they are. They're a bunch of fucking riffraff. A rabble of riffraff is exactly what I think they are. So someone had suggested that uh, a server is fine to use a yell filter. So I'd also followed up with in the same thing there. There's no yell filter that will fix how myopic and apathetic the average user is today. You can still find what you're looking for, but it's going to take resolve. The link shows that I pick up of the concierge or shout groups that I peruse are filled with never-ending tales from the same sorts of people, attitudes, and curiousness, inflated self-importance and disregard, so on and so forth, all while, of course, wanting to complete their X-weapon. Now, the game is still, and will likely always be great, and you should absolutely play it in my opinion, but fuck the player base. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely, actually. And it's the player race has done it themselves. And what's what really sucks is these people who, you know, have been trying to build these weapons because they, they think they need them to join shouts and stuff like that. Finally build those weapons. And then because now they're part of the, the cool R15 club, they shout for only R15 weapons and it like perpetuates itself. It's like an old boys club. It's it's really it, the next guy it, that's it, going gonna... to it's, it's an example of, of people not fucking learning. Ever. Correct. The next guy that's going to write the guide that they're referencing off of, the next guy that, because these people, 
R15 is only part of it. Without these guys telling them what gear to put on, they'd be absolutely fucking lost and in the weeds and would have no idea what to do with their R15 weapon. So the next guy that's going to write their uh, Here Be Dragoons or Out of the Blue or Thief Guide or Rune Guide or anything like that is not going to be one of these R15 people. It's going to be that guy who knows a little bit about what they're doing and wants to be better and is using an ambuscade weapon and reads the wiki and understands a little bit about I should work for you know, decks for Rudra Storm and not put on, you know, XYZ. It's going to be that guy that understands it to that extent is going to write that guide in the future or take up when it's been abandoned by someone as they always are. Not the guy who's running around paying for their wins and everything. And, the, you know, that's the way you overcome barriers is by being that guy, not the guy that relies on the guy they're not including. Yeah, like be the dude that figures things out. And, and you're, you're new, like when you learn things in this game for the first time, it's easier than having like bad habits on. Like, for me, like, my bad habit is that I can just roll in and crush things, right? But that makes me less able to go back through an old content and remember exactly how I beat them before when, like, trying to help people and stuff. Like, my, most of my advice when it comes to helping out these new groups is just telling them how to build a balanced party without saying, hey, go build a balanced party. Like, that's the, that's the extent of my expertise. And, like, people think I'm so great at things. And, and I'm really not. Well, you I'm understand them, more than the average person about. Well, yeah, mechanically, how, like yes. like if if I were to break down their character and all their gear sets, yes, I could give them an optimal beer, uh, blah blah blah, gear set based on what they have. Right? <laughs> I can't even words right now. But like when it comes to like party comps and stuff like that, like yeah, I'm a good strategist. I know what, what is required to clear content and things like that. But most of my advice is just build a balanced party and just go hit things with like the proper buffs. Like that that's. That, that's it. That's all you need. That's, that's the keys to the kingdom. You know, you can't even words right now, but is it for 20, like 30 damage when you no hit? Yes, actually it is. And I don't want to focus only on the community needs to rise above itself if it wants to be the game it's asking to be. Because this is a case of the community and people in the real world and in general do this where they... um eat their cake and want to have it too. They just turn around and go, blah, 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 blah. I'm under this, 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 but, uh, you know, how do I do this? Because you see people that don't even clear wave three unless they buy it after already being R15. But people want to turn around and have an experience on this game um, in various fashions. They request this or that. They want friends. They want this or that. They want to do content. Because if you run into Odyssey right now and try to do a three times farm with these people that are all best in slot it's gonna go pretty poorly and yeah. yeah which is nice for a change but if the community wants to rise above and be the experience that people are posting that they want to have it needs to get out of this this way of being and operating where instead of expending the effort required to make the game the game they want it to be they take every shortcut available and it's not just like, oh, you're flea hacking around. That's the worst thing. It's how many shortcuts has everyone taking and normalized at this point to the point where flea hacking, buying mercs, RMTing, uh, quitting Reddit while spending, you know, your credit card to buy 32 million gil to get everything and still sucking. You know, at a certain point, the community is making an ecosystem and environment that is opposite of what they proclaim they want to experience. So at a certain point, the murking and the RMTing and everything that 
you know, back in the day, people freaked out about RMTing. I didn't freak out about it because I'm like, who cares? They're not bothering me. Just let them do whatever. I don't care. But now at this point, I still don't care, but I actively think they are a problem. But if, yeah. if you want to get past this environment we're in, people need to kind of get into this. I'm playing a game. You're paying to play this game. Paying on top of it to bypass the game you're paying for means you shouldn't be in it. So these people need to leave because you don't want to play this game. And then the people who are left at that point, not that this will ever happen, of course it won't, need to decide, look at, take a look in the mirror and decide what community we want to be and what experience do we value because everyone who claims to enjoy this, that, or the other thing, I see a lot of times people just want to have fun or want to make friends and they turn around and say, hold on, let me just throw anchor on. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and these are not bad people. Not that good or bad no, people exist. Not at all. It's just... They're it, misguided. Yes, you can't keep doing X and expect to have a better Y when X is counterintuitive to your Y. It just doesn't work that way. And that is so close to the definition of insanity. <laughs> yes, but... That it, is like a hair away. I mean, when we go through our daily lives and get on this game and everyone obviously wants something out of this game, some people want an escape, which is a sort of fun they want to have. Some people have fun. Some people want to have interactions. Some people want to meet their wife and get married. You know... Whether it's any of those things, it's just you sit down and want something from this game, but you don't just get it because you pay a sub fee. It doesn't just come to you. You don't overcome every barrier by just trying to get whatever you want. There's a give and take in everything, and players aren't giving anymore. They're just taking. Some are. I mean, it's not just like helping is you know, the answer to everything. It's not like, oh, I just want to join a link show like you do, Fox. I mean, you're doing good, but that's not going to cure... It's also still yeah. selfish, too. It gives yeah. me something to do. It gives you something to do, yeah. It's not solving the problem as much as it's helping people and hoping that, uh, you know, you're kind of like the kid on the bike. He's got his training wheels, and you're you're he's taking his training wheels off, and you're pushing them. You're hoping that when you're done pushing them, he doesn't fall over and crack his skull open on the pavement. You know, that is actually a good definition of me, is I'm, I'm training wheels. Yes, you were the training wheels, Fox. Oh, boy. Which is good. No, Everyone needs training wheels. About. The bumper's on the side of the bowling alley, but at a certain point, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm i surprised that people don't wake up and realize that they're not having fun. Maybe they are having fun. Maybe I'm being critical of something I don't understand, you know? Oh, like well. I'm be the devil's advocate, right? Some people just Because otherwise, it should, be, it should be, like, logically, it should just be so obvious that people aren't having fun. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not qualified to properly evaluate the uh, psychological profile of the entire community. I just have my own well, right. personal skewed views, as I've expressed tonight. Well, exactly. And you know, I'm, I'm obviously not either. It's just if you see the cycle perpetuate itself so often, and like if so many people are actually dissatisfied with with this, then why do they let it continue? I don't know. But take for example, That's the biggest thing. Take for example, I don't. I don't there you go. No, I'm, I was just gonna say that I, I don't, I like, I, I just team up with good people who do know what they're doing. Like, that's, oh, why well, thank you. Well, I mean, you just left the group, though. So. <laughs> I'm hey, not good anymore. I, yeah, you but, fucking but you, you know, you know what, I, you know what I mean, though. Like, I even, even in, even in lock style, right? Like when I was in that link show with all of its problems, like there was a, <laughs> a group of people within lock style that, that gravitated towards my orbit and I gravitated towards their orbit because they all knew what they were doing. 
there are people that we both have played with. Um, there's other people like uh, Keitra and Kenochis. Um, you know, Blame just came back. Uh, you know, it's awesome. I saw I saw him today. It, it was it was great. Um, there are these people who are, who are actually very good at what they do, and they 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 will tend to find you like within that if you, if you're a like minded person who does actually play this game with any level of competency like you'll find these people and you need to also be aware of the people riding your your coattails at that point but you're correct because yeah when i made my link shell i had the people like chia and carrot and other players like that who gravitated towards me and a lot of other people were trying to ride the coattail to get stuff but you learn if you're perceptive right. enough over time because for example abject and hide and norcris came from uh lock style with you right yes and that was absolutely a fucking garbage link shell so with within that you had this small subset of a group so a link shell is obviously a fragment of the community a group and within that you have a fork you have another community within that link shell uh that is more competent probably you could call it the core of the link shell but probably the heavy lifters of anything and most of the link shell or half the link shell oftentimes will just be um shall we say along for the fun but you no. always you always find yeah you yeah, always man. find those people but the problem is you get groups like you know ours where we become insulated from the problems other people have in this game because we're capable enough of figuring things out we play long enough we can do stuff everyone else is struggling because they don't have that so you have yes. forks of the competent groups getting everything they want in you know, for example, Carrot's group unsubscribed because they did Bumba. They didn't cap other stuff. They just did Bumba and capped Nayame and, and just all of them unsubscribed. And then as soon as something what? comes out, they'll... Yeah, I know what. And so, so they, as soon as something comes out, they will all resubscribe and fight the newest content. So you get those people who run through and are gone. But you also get... You can't... The point I'm getting at here is you can't have... How do you... Are, how do you are R20 Niami, but you don't go back and get like R20 Psychopata Head or you know, R20 Galetti's body. They've like, done, how do these people determine this? They've, they've completed Odyssey as far as they're concerned. They, uh, they've done oh, it. Okay. They, you know, I, I, that, that was my response too, Fox. I, All right. I, you know, it's like sticking Continue. your... Continue. I was just confused. It's like sticking your head in a camel's mouth to try and count the humps. It's just, you don't... <laughs> I just made that up. You don't... You don't... Oh. I don't know if anyone's ever said that before, but now I've said it. I have never heard that before. Yeah, and I think it's pretty apt. But I'm just glad it wasn't racist. <laughs> so the post office. Yeah, man. Uh, that's that's some Seinfeld shit right there. You know, your dentist converted. Unsub. <laughs> yeah, they unsub, and you hear that a lot from people. They just unsub, and we heard it from Eric's too. And I thought about it because I had to spend all day editing that fucking video so I can put it out when we're done with this. And then I had to edit the audio from the previous one and put out immediately, too. So a lot of fucking stuff. But I was listening to it over again because I had to put all the... There's, like, a lot of mythic pictures and, and the a ton of viewer that Martel was doing and all that stuff. I had to listen to that, and he goes... And at the time when he said it, in the moment, um, I just said, I would never have done that. But then I listened to him again. He's like, yeah, if, if he didn't put out any content since Esha Weapons, essentially, and uh, Rhapsody's Advantage Deal was the it, I would have unsubscribed. And I thought about it. And that was years and years ago. That means Omen. That means Odyssey. That means Master Trials. I mean, all these things that we've been doing for all this time. Um, and I thought about it. I'm like, I never would have done that. But he's got a point. Um, the lack of content is also a barrier to keeping people interested. And I'm like, maybe I would have on something. Yes. 
but there's a very few amount of people who are actually at that point. Like a lot of people try to again be part of the cool kids club where they say they're past that point, but they really aren't. And um they're like selling themselves. Wait, I finished Odyssey, I got my bubble at that point. Right, right. Or like the people who say they don't need Omen, and then all of a sudden when they happen to go to an Omen run, they're like, oh, well, I guess I do need that. When a card campaign you know, comes. Yeah, or cards or something like that. Yeah, like they like it like it's cool to be um like past the content. Like you've beaten the game. Like like we both know a certain person is like it's ridiculous. The, the whole notion is ridiculous. I beat the game, I got married. Fair. I haven't beat the game. Well, you can only I'm beat the only game level if you get married to someone from the game. Uh, I'm good on that. Hayden already turned me down. He says he's already married. But he has all those toys that go off over doing Odyssey. He's got like the Fisher Price and stuff in the background. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think that I think people should just get over themselves and just enjoy the So like guess guess what, dude? You're not at end game. Guess what, dude? There is no end game. That's an illusion. The game ends when it turns off, that's it. Yeah, like this the the concept of endgame is actually kind of stupid. I've used that term too, but like thinking about it, it's just whatever content you choose to be a part of. Like you might have gear for it, I guess, and it might be the highest level content, but it doesn't mean that it's the hardest content. The hardest content is just making a party properly. Yes. And that's the effort barrier, because overall yeah. the thing I encounter the most is the effort barrier. Just I get apprehension when I yell because just the people I'm going to pick up or having to yell for 45 minutes to make something happen. It's like the the content would have taken less than 45 minutes. How much free time do I have to yell? And to me, the biggest barrier is just, I don't have time to waste an hour to yell to make a divergence. I want to do a divergence. I haven't been able to farm RP on anything for pup at all. No neck. You know, no... there's actually some RP that I need too. Yeah, but just the matter That's of getting the chance. Because in that in that piece of shit link shell, I'll just call it a POS wow. POS NM link shell. Um, I'm sorry, th- did I insult your pets? No, uh, I, I just I just don't think that's fair of everyone. It's not general. fair. I'm just I'm being obtuse. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, so I, I know what you mean. When you go to that and there's one bard for the entire alliance of people, and it's me. Yes, and it's you. Um. I just, I've done a lot of diversions because I, for like over a year or a year or so, just ran that diversions twice a week, every week. Just I don't, the concept of taking turns. Yeah. And. Or appointing people jobs. The idea of going with everyone, picking whatever job they want. And Five DDs and it's, me. It's not a good time to spend two hours. It's not productive. It's not, at a certain point, it's not fun to do that. And that's, that's the barrier right there. Is everybody wanting to be the guy. And nobody wants to be the bard. Nobody wants to be the geo. And I can't say too much because I don't have a bard. So, you know, I'm asking. As Felgar would remind you. <sighs> you know, Felgar can't even get his text to work right so he can wake up next to his computer <laughs> in his 8x8 eight eight computer room. Uh, you know, on a certain level, I love Felgar. And on a certain level, he drives me nuts. I know, right? And most he's people. Almost, he's almost like your, uh, your in-game wife. Uh, well, yes and no. But most people don't <laughs> don't drive me nuts in any capacity. Usually, it just rolls off me. But he something he does. It just it's just like okay, that's enough, Felgar. Okay, he's very New York. Yes, but that's not a bad thing. Inherently, inherently, yeah. Oh man, 
I still that guy today that tried to make fun of my accent by calling it a juicy accent, and it was just. It's pretty special. I kept focusing on the fact that he kept saying juicy and not how he was trying to say it because he didn't know how to spell uh, juicy, which no one from Jersey says. So, the juicy accent. Well, mission accomplished. He, you still remember he talked to you now. So he went to the post office on that one. He did. I fucking love that analogy. Directly to the post office. Do not pass go. Do not pass the post office. So, the knowledge barrier for a lot of people is something that I find to be a big problem. And not just for people like Prior Chemistry, who's been the whipping boy of this episode. I mean, why wouldn't he be? Um, It's just a lot of times you see people who flat out have just said, I've seen, and I just kind of look at it and go, what the fuck? They go, I don't want to use the wiki. I want to figure things out for myself and then get lost in the mission and ask people for help because they won't use the wiki, but they'll ask people to read the wiki to them. So that way they're not using the wiki and they're figuring it out right. by utilizing the resource of someone doing what they won't do for them. Look, we're not sponsored by book reader, but I'm also not book reader. So go fucking look it up yourself. But just the knowledge gap, it's sometimes that's that's an extreme example, but you do I've encountered that several times and it just kind I'm of not Siri. It could blows me away. But just the knowledge gap of people who just kinda of like pull up the wiki and it's immediately skip every sentence that doesn't give me what I need and just skim for the position and run there and not read any sentence. Which I think And what's 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 really strange though is they're all always the ones who ask like why am i not doing good damage or why am i not x or hey i'm best in slot i should never be resisted on this frazzle there was a guy that yeah i'm best in slot how to get resisted ever there was a guy that yelled today i need help with magicite 4-1 and i sent him a tell i'm like are you reading the wiki on that one they go <laughs> the tell is just the link to the wiki no i just i didn't even do that that's 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 you know it's helpful but it's also condescending in my mind uh, yeah. And there's, I, I have no problem being condescending. There's a time and place. I just didn't feel well. Like this, it was appropriate. This, is, this is the one time where I would, I would be more condescending than you. Uh, you know, you'd be surprised because I, I do that. I also don't work. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna poke you a lot with that one. Um, well, here's the thing, though. It, it'd be one thing if you know I was like, yeah, yeah, please, please buy my services. No, I'm actively telling people not to buy my services, and I will gladly, you know lift the gill right out of those fool's pockets. Yeah, but do as I say, not as I do is very lacking in, you know, commendability. That's right. Fortunately, we're on Final Fantasy XI and the bar is not very high to begin with. So the guy said, um, yeah, I'm reading the wiki. I've gotten all my key items, I think. So then I responded back. I pulled it up and I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, so, okay, he got the key items. And I go, so did you go and get the magicites? And he goes, oh, okay. So, the knowledge gap. Yeah, he, he read the, he read the part to get the key items, but didn't read the part where he had to go touch the magicites. Which, oh no, yeah. Um, Wait, there's travel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have to do something. <laughs> but that's another another semi extreme example. But you see these all the time. But the knowledge gap is, you have to do more than look at a set in a guide on the wiki or ask someone for their Lua. That's part of it. You need this framework to overcome these barriers, but you're creating a self-imposed barrier by not going past the surface level in this respect. You're not going to be the fox. 
and I think I'm not a high bar to meet by any standard or means here. So you don't even have to meet where I'm at, which is not very far, but you have to go beyond the surface level when you're trying to... This is a game that was not made in the modern fast travel, instant tell you where to go in the cutscene action kind of thing. It, it doesn't work that way. You can't get that from a game that was made to not be that. So having knowledge in this game, when you're struggling with these fights, it's generally because people haven't gone beyond that, unless it's brand new content, beyond that surface level of understanding. The barrier there is not that, oh, I'm R15 this quick. Why am I losing? Why do I die? Is 20 like 30? Um, it's that you're not understanding either party composition, mechanics, how to counter certain TP moves. Like when, when we're losing to something, it's generally because we're not appropriately countering, either because we're doing a three first and farm and we're not properly buffing or debuffing or buffing because of lack of jobs, but that's different. People just struggling in general because they're not reading even the NM page or they read the NM page, but they don't look at the moves and understand what the moves are doing or what element they are. Or if it's magic, can I use Fend in a meaningful way? Or if that's not working, yeah, you know, is the, it's physical. My tank is dying for some reason. Maybe I should, instead of, I'm going to kill it anyway, maybe I should drop the Fury for a, a Wilt or something in that capacity. Those are yeah. things that make or break battles sometimes. So. Doing that and having that understanding, that's the knowledge barrier. And I mean, over the years, I've made up various ratios where the game is like 30% knowledge, 30% skill, 10% gear, 10% luck, you know, like, like these random bullshit things. But the point is, it's heavily weighted towards skill, but skill only comes from knowledge. So the base of this entire game is, what do you know? And how are you going to apply what you know? And if you're not doing well, what can you learn? Yeah. Yeah, like most of the failure isn't at the fine tuning level, it's at the it's at the macro level. Like not macro is in like the macros you press, but it's on it's on the large scale level. Like it's the fundamental macros stuff you that press. you need to learn. Yeah, I mean I said macro, but I didn't use it in the right Yeah, well I, I still struggle too though, too. So it's not like I'm I'm not great. Yeah. I still struggle too. We both still struggle sometimes. Yeah, it's true. It's just part of the game, part of figuring things out. Um but most of the time, though, like the, the biggest barriers people need to actually focus on are the fundamental ones that people just seem to, to just bash their head against because they just always get it wrong. You know, learn basic party comps. It's it's all the, I'm just going to reiterate all the stuff that I, I've said like on every single episode of this podcast. Episode before. 48, Fox says the same thing again. Yeah, basically. I'm surprised nobody's called me out on it yet. Well, that's because they're always mesmerized because when you say use detonator, it's like, <gasps> what? Wait a sec. What do you Wait, mean? Did someone actually react that way? I like, you know, what I love about Eric's too is not the puns, is that he remembers things that are important to the performance of the job that I don't, I mean, I he plays the job to a level where I'm not on pup enough to do that. And I'm sure if I was, I might get to that way, but he plays it where we're talking about it and he goes... You know, Armor Shatterer is going to outperform Acura Ballista as, you know, I know the same thing because unless you're overdrived, you're not going to have, you know, either the level of pet buffs and things like that to make Acura Ballista, which is the highest ceiling damage weapon for Sharp Shot. It's like, you know, you know, we both know you need to gear that out. You need to have TP bonus. You need to have these things going on or overdriving. But then he goes, uh, you know, it has 150% attack bonus on that, which I didn't remember at the time and it's like oh wow it's like that's also why if you don't understand much about it seeing that you're getting 150 percent attack bonus to your weapon skill versus one not having that 
on a puppet that's not getting all the, the cool bard songs and everything. The fact that he can recall that in an instant is always what I like about that because that shows that he has a certain knowledge about his job and the way it works. And you can follow every guide you want in this game to the T. And let me tell you, I don't put everything that I do in those guys or all the sets that I have. If you look at my Lua, it's different from the sets I have in there sometimes. For example, I'll use Naomi feed over Lestradio because, yes, Lestradio had the highest potential DPS for an unattack capped Star Diver in the set I have. But using Naomi makes more sense because of accuracy, skill chain bonus, and uh, attack. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I don't put that in there, but that's what I do. And if I have more success than you and you're following me, it's because I know a bit more than following the baseline that's put out there. So, when I see Eric's do that too, that's the kind of person, when you see someone has an understanding of that, that's the kind of person that you absolutely want to play with who will make you a better player too. And that is how you do yeah, things. Provided you, provided you can learn from them for sure. Um, you don't have to be the player though that that knows why you want or, or exactly why you know Detonator or Archibalista is going to be better in a certain situation. Um, you just need to be the player who's able to identify, hey, my damage is like really low. Maybe that's related to my attack somehow, and like dig into your toolkit and actually understand your job, and you know use detonator instead if you need to, because it has a higher attack mod. See if that makes a difference. Comlins torment because it ignores defense. Yeah, you don't just keep firing last stand into it, hoping that the damage will magically get better. Because if you just skip to the gear sets in my dragoon guide, you wouldn't read the part where I say Comlins can exceed Star Diver if you're in a you know a attack star situation against yes, a defensive monster. And we oh, ran absolutely into that. can. We ran into that right away where I was doing, you know, I don't know what six to if I'm lucky, 10-ish K Star Divers, and then I'm doing nine to twelve K Comlins over and over again. Why would you not just spam Comlins? It's just all you have to do is do one of each and you would see immediately, okay, that's a big discrepancy. I mean, that's not that's not a test sample, but just even just using if you understand one weapon skill like Gecko does more attack bonus than Fudo, but Fudo has a higher FTP. You don't know what's going to do what, but if you throw out two right away, if they're not close, which, I mean, they, they shouldn't be in content like that, uh, where you had that discrepancy, then you should know what to stick with right away. And people just kind of spam the same weapon skill and don't, you know, that's the knowledge gap. Don't give it any thought, yeah. Yeah. Star Diver is the best weapon skill I have. Yeah, if you're not starved for attack, then it's not the best weapon skill if you are. Yeah, but I mean, you don't you don't need to be the guy that actually calculates this. You just need to understand what your job can do, though. And I can't calculate it. it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm probably not. To be totally honest, I'm probably not going to calculate it on the fly either. Like I I, I could, but I, I'm probably not going to. I'm just gonna identify. Hey, you know, I need more attack. Let me see if I have a weapon skill on this particular job that responds better to you know needing more attack. And I would pick something with an attack bonus on it. So in Discord. I had asked about barriers to entry, and everyone starts going like, "What do you mean coalitions?" And uh, and Cavill said, "Oh yeah, I saw that three mage gate." But someone yelled about that today. Barriers too. to entry. Someone, yeah. <laughs> someone, someone yelled at the same time as that magicite guy for three mage gate help. Which, come on, it's really easy to get someone past it, and it saves a lot of time. But at the same time. Is every single person in the game never going to get past three mage gate unless someone wants them in? Come on, it's at some point just just do it, just Nike. Uh, but let's see, yeah, let's see what we have here. Uh, Ibble here on the Discord says logging in too many button presses. That's rough. 
Yeah, there's actually, I was looking at the add-ons today, they have one, I don't know how long it's been in there, but it uh, has a double enter when you're starting the game, so you don't get stuck on the purplish screen that has the accept that it can disconnect you off the game if you walk away to make waffles or something and get disconnected. Oh yeah, that's actually happened to me before. Yeah, it's happened to me a lot of times. I, for I forgot about that until just now. And apparently that lets you get past it, so there's one thing that Ibble needs to get on top of is that add-on. Wow. Uh, Cloud of Darkness, Batcher mentioned something about I don't know what he's quite talking about. Is uh, Cloud of Darkness impossible for a, a new 99 in Trust? It's like, uh, probably. I think this is a, a you can't see the forest for the trees sort of responses, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, I like, I don't mean to poke fun at anyone responding to this. They're probably just being hyper-literal. Well, I said... I said there's um, something more fundamental than, than what everyone's getting. Yeah, which I think we touched on but i said it was uh not like coalition based but uh like i have no friends why can't i get good based yeah which doesn't describe it very well able goes I mean, friends will make it easier Ibble but if there's the anyone... friends who are just gonna hulk out and destroy something for you is are you actually learning anything from it eh, you know everyone's got bad influences but no, it's, it, true. it's up to the person to decide you know i've said it before in the cheating episode because we're going to reference that right now our worst episode ever. Um, who do you want to be? When you log in this game, you can be anyone. And you're choosing to be the person you are in this game. And you know the impact you're having, no matter how you justify it as uh, they're going to do it anyway, or whatever you want to say. You know what you're doing, contributing to. What do you want to be? Who do you want to be in this game you can be anything in? And what impact do you want to have? And what way do you want to do it? And I'm not saying be a perfect person. Uh, so that person that yelled jewelry accent today uh yelled something about his mom dying and i don't know who this person is but i immediately yelled is that why you turned out so poorly and that's why they focused on me which is good because blue spoon sent me a tell right away with a laugh face so the point was to be funny not to like you know they took it seriously was the problem as people tend to so it's not like I, i'm not a perfect i'm not you know i'm not gonna say i'm a hypocrite in this instance but i'm not a perfect shining beacon here but i there's certain things i won't do because of the impact i feel it has but Ibble is, after that point, yeah, seriously, though, if anyone has an automated script to log in, I'd love to use it. <laughs> it's not that hard, guys. If you can't even log in this game, what the fuck are you doing? And Basher follows up with 10 to 1 Omen card trade-in. <laughs> hey, um, honestly, I, I don't know what's going on with the whole card trade-in thing, just on a, I love another super story. literal note. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, maybe someone can answer this for me, but I know that before I was able to trade in like six of a card and four of a card and I was able to get the card I want, right? I don't, I've only ever traded but one like, card type. Maybe that is actually the case and I'm just having a stroke. Uh, well, as, as I said, your memory fills in the gaps of incorrect information. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like the Bernstein Bears. <laughs> he says that shit needs to die today. <laughs> Fucking 10 to 1. I think 5 to 1. 10 to 1 is very harsh. 5 to It's only like, what is it? It's 2 to 1 during events, but 3 to 1 for seals. Why is seals 3 and 2 to 1 and cards is 10 to 1 for something that's harder to get than seals? I know it's different apples to, to anchors here, but cards are not that special and exclusive that, you know, 10 to 1 is reasonable. 5 to 1 should be where it's at. Or at least an event that's 5 to 1. Cards are just technically very time gated, they're very heavily time gated. Yeah. Like your coalitions. Yeah, it's true. Zahn said, how many months till I can be a lazy rune fencer? And there you go. But yeah, it's not a, like, cards Cards aren't very, like, you, you, it's very easy to go in solo and get, like, four a run. It's really just about 
you know, making sure you're on top of always spending your canteens efficiently. Zahn here had said, in reality, I've seen too many endgame shells value multi-boxers and force out those who don't multi-box, preventing the casual player from participating and growing. Force them out. I've never um, seen them forced out, but I've also... See, I also find that there's groups of people who really are shitty, kind of like the kids beneath the bleachers smoking cigarettes in high school. You know, they're just acting <laughs> like they're cool and right. act like they're the hot shit. And they'll go and clear content, and people will want to be in that group. But they're actually just a bunch of shit people with shit personalities and shit ideas, and uh, in essence, shitty people. And people want to play with those people because they see it getting done. And that's the only kind of people I could see valuing multi-boxers and forcing out those who don't. So I don't want to say that's the case here, but I've not personally seen... I've seen people want to multi-box and force out people who don't multi-box because they want to take a slot up from the party in the alliance for diversions. So, I haven't seen any get forced out but what i have seen in like the case with lean cuisine is uh <laughs> people have, like wanted to be able to join content and they had the right job like let's say they had bard right and they were perfectly fine at being bard um, but they weren't able to come to the content because space was limited and that person would have to bring you know their their lean cuisine uh you know reheatable snack up and uh you know they're they're their, their frozen aisle meal and that person wasn't able to go because we would have that person going as that job or that that basically bot going as that job instead and um what ends up happening is either they get relegated to like some sort of outside party where they don't get like the right kind of buffs or anything or the right kind of support or they end up not on bard because hey your bard's not needed why don't you come as something else and then they end up in this outside party where they're on this other job that could have probably benefited from them being on bard so that's the sort of stuff that you can end up seeing when it comes to multi-boxers, that's for sure. So when you mentioned Lean Cuisine, our dear friend, the murmuring one. <laughs> yeah. there I was doing Dynamis at 75 cap many years ago, and there was a joke that has stood with me ever, or stuck with me ever since. It stood's not incorrect, but stuck's better. Um, we were doing Dynamis Zarkabard, I believe, and that or Buburimo, either one. And someone mentioned having a like a lean pocket or something. And Keo Mash, he was a poster also on BG forums back when he used to play and post uh, with a Q K Q E O Mash. Uh, very cool guy. Didn't like me too much, but he tolerated me, I suppose. Uh, he was also a family friend of the person I was dating. So uh, that's interesting. Um, we were in, and someone mentioned that, and the joke was instructions for making a lean pocket. Step A, unwrap from package. Step B, insert directly into toilet. <laughs> so nice. I had to share that. Yeah, they aren't very good. No, no, I've not had one in, in since 15 years ago or so, and I'd never want to have one again. I mean, even if you're not a food stop, they're still not pretty good. I had an olive loaf today with some brie cheese, and it was delicious. I don't think either of those things had enough syllables to really meet the standards of uh, what you would call a meal. Oh, well. I think there's something else you're hiding. No, it was just that. Oh, okay. And I, I don't mean olive loaf like uh, in America I've come to learn. Something I did not know or grow up with, but olive loaf is a particular type of bologna with like olives in it or some bullshit. Yes. Yeah, and I mean like a loaf of bread with olives and olive oil. That kind of olive loaf. That's what I assumed you meant because I didn't no. think you would yeah, eat No, yes, why. that's why I clarified. I know my Oscar Mayer, and even I don't eat that. Yeah, I would not touch olive loaf with, you know, someone else's diseased dick. 
Wow. I mean, what you're doing in that situation, like if you really paint a picture with what you just said, <laughs> really going through the motions there. That was like last night when I was sharing the guy on his birthday came into work and he got a shot and I'm like, oh, when's your next COVID shot? And he goes, no, it was a shot for gonorrhea. I'm like, oh, happy birthday. Clearly went to battle without his armor. Yes. So what else do we have here? <laughs> uh, our barrier. Not to- much. I, I think I think the message itself is very straightforward when it comes to barriers. And I, I don't think that the minutia of like little barriers and things like that are really at the core of what's wrong with the community as a whole. Like if I, if I could say that there's something wrong with them, um, there is, but just from every interaction that I see, you know, at large, it it seems like it's, it's mostly just the fundamental stuff that people need to focus on. And those are barriers they're just creating for themselves because it's not like it's, you know, real deep topics. I'm not telling people to go calculate PDF. I'm just telling people to be aware of when attack is needed. Like if you don't see a Corsair in your party, and you need more attack, like, you figure out other ways to get attacked. Just, don't just, like, still settle for Fudo. You should have an attack caps and attack uncapped set. Not necessarily because, yeah. you know, you need to have an attack cap set, but just because you're focusing on, I'm not capping, what should I wear if I'm not capping? I remember I was talking to a dude once who said that when they go through a Lua for the first time, they immediately get rid of all of the attack capped and uncapped stuff. That sounds like my Lua. As well as all of the dual wield tiers. They, they just get rid of every basically everything that they can in there. And it's not because they want to be some sort of weird Lua purist, but simply because they just don't want to build the sets. You're never going to be good if you're trying to be shit. Yeah. And you're just going to bring everyone else down. And when you lose and you're frustrated, it's because you're lackluster and you're part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I just stop being part of the problem, I guess. I like when I know I'm not part of the problem or I know that my problems i was were not significant enough to change the outcome and i go okay it's not me so how are we going to alter the strategy to better suit the group because if you can't eliminate the variable of yourself from the problem then you have a problem um you know you want to be able to go okay i did everything i could or i performed very well given everything that happened or i didn't impact us negatively enough to be you a could source say you held your own I held my own. Uh, type it in the BG, folks. I held, think I held my own. Um, yes, so, you know, if you can eliminate those variables, but if you can't, that, that's a problem. And you don't want to be that problem because then you're just creating barriers. Yeah. So Niall here points out that even with the 119 guide, it's still just a lot of figuring out. And I will agree not just because I've never stopped to make the 119 guy better. Now that maybe, I said this before when I quit my job and invested everything in crypto. By the way, crypto is doing great. <laughs> um, <laughs> something people should look. Um, uh, I would have time to do, edit these guys and stuff, and I haven't. But now that I've left the static, see how... Look at all that. Look at all this time. time. Look at all this free time. No, but I mean... Go back and update that Dragoon guide so you can stop getting tells from that dude. Oh, God, I finally answered him and just he didn't say anything back. Like I so there's a guy named Arfri, I think his name is in in game who's been sending me tells about Dragoon. It's like, you know, good for you. You're asking about Dragoon. You want to know things. you're, You're going to who you think is a source of authority who can answer questions. But the questions I'm being asked. I didn't answer them and I purposely ignored the person, not just because I was about to do Omen and solo farm cards. 
uh, on Blue Mage, best job ever. Uh, you know, people post about Thief doing this with Gandering or or the uh, HQ one knife or whatever. It's not the NQ, but the HQ knife, the Plunderer's knife. Um, yeah, that is to me a vastly subpar way unless you want to take more time. Blue Mage is the best job to go clear Omen with. Um, but he's like, you know, oh, spicy. I was thinking, uh, for Star Diver on Dragoon, would you use any of the Niame pieces? R twenty. Or just, I think he just meant R20, but said Niame pieces. I want to find out if this thing that I just bought also works on Dragoon. Yeah, yes. My credit card bill needs to be paid, and I want to know if I can feel good about it or not. Um, you won't believe what this R2, what this V15 run just cost me. But <laughs> man, I'm going to get the most out of my buck here. Why is my Dragoon not doing damage? Is 10 for like 30, or is 10 like half of 20? Um, Look, I, I'd be nice, but honestly, people do this to themselves. Yeah, so I didn't answer him, and then another day, like, I wasn't on the game for a while, and the next time I logged on, I got another tell from the person, and it was, so I put the Naomi in my set, and my skill chains were doing great damage. Weird. Yeah, because it's got skill chain damage, and obviously, I didn't put Naomi necessarily over the pieces of the skill chain damage set in the Dragoon Guide, because it should be self-evident. I mean... They're, they're, they're really a one-to-one comparison. I don't need to really write out a paragraph for people to explain things like your five. At least I don't want to. And it's certainly a lot better than Celebia Body, I would assume. Yes, even with no stats. It's got, yeah. it's got. I mean, without no stats, it might be closer to look at it. But with with some augments, it's definitely better. Yeah. Um, it's, it's obvious, too, because it's got, you know, you're going for a one-to-one comparison here. As people furious. Google the uh, the psychopod about or not the psychopod Celebia body to see what it actually does. It's yeah. been great for me. I thought years. it was just for DT. Yeah, yeah, no, not even it's not good for that either. I mean, if you have nothing, it is, but <laughs> right, you know, for many years it, it's held its own as that, as you do. And yeah, you know, so I didn't answer him again. He goes, Man, I put it in, I'm doing all this great skill chain damage. I didn't answer him again. And then last night, it's been like a week or two since that tell, and I got on with you to do the um the odyssey last night and then i guess the guy saw me there and he goes you know you never answered me spicy <laughs> with with this dragoon wow. stuff and i like, can see him like checking it off his notebook yeah yeah get back in touch with spicy check there's like steve bushimi and uh in uh billy madison where he's got like a hit list and he's trying to check me off here Put, yeah. says in the couch and puts his dragoon trishula lipstick on and just feels good about himself and then at the end of james how Strike back. So I finally, I finally answer back. You know, if you have R twenty B feet, you could use those. You know, legs as well, maybe. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff in your general star diver set, and you'd be fine, or you know, doing even better. And then that's what I said. I didn't get a tell back. Didn't get a thank you. Didn't get a nothing. Didn't get an okay. You know, that's it. Well, he was furiously updating his Lua. He was alt tabbed out immediately to reevaluate the situation. Oh, especially put this down. This must be it. But yes, since he published something, it must be it. So the game, I don't really know what I'm doing. I just kind of figure it out as I go, as the whole point of this has been to do. So the game is massive, yes. And so is life. And we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we want to be when we grow up, whether you're a firefighter or a nurse and quit your job because of COVID. You know, anything like that. I'm not a nurse, by the way. I wasn't using myself there. It's just popular at the time. Um... There's, life is massive as well, and this game compared to life is large, but not nearly as fucking close. 
So if you can exist and wake up in the morning, no matter how confused you are, you'll have a better idea of what you're doing at 11 than what you're doing in life because it's just easier to figure that out. So you have to start somewhere. You have to take that first little step, one step in front of the other, and you can do it. Yeah. Otherwise, you need blue peas. Please, no. So let's see, is there anything else here besides Niall needs a nap? Uh, the general consensus of level support first to get into a group is bullshit because get support gets botted. Oh, because support gets botted is what Batcher said. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Maybe it's been, in those circles. It's been solid like When was support. the last time you played with botted support? I was in a that VD ambuscade I was in. I think the White Mage was botting because they sucked, but they were curing immediately. Like as soon as the paralyze oh. icon appeared on my on my character, it was gone yeah, they turned in a quarter of a second before I could see it. I'm like, oh, this person's botting White Mage because they didn't do anything besides buff us and then stand back and cure and do Nas and stuff. Like they didn't they didn't follow up with like anything. Like I was like a weakened player and didn't get any sort of rebuff and they just kept carrying and that was it. And they didn't move ever. They just stood there. I'm like, this motherfucker's botting. Whitemage.startup.lua. Yep. Did not re-execute. I don't think level of support first is bad advice. We've covered that in prior episodes where what being a white mage is not a bad way to get your foot in the door because you can't just be the blue mage that has no other jobs and gets invited. Otherwise, you're probably not going to be able to handle what that entails because that's not... you. The greatest way to be. You just left a static where everyone in the group had all the jobs, had all the support jobs. Yep. Like it's it's and not actually that rare. You just you you just got to get people to own up to it. Not just like, that, we exist. have beastmasters. That's yeah, true. Beastmasters so plural. great, honestly. <laughs> beastmasters plural. Yeah, it's great. And it's not about me just like tooting like how good this this group is, right? Like my group is really awesome. Like that's why I play with. Them. But there's a lot of people out there who have these jobs and stuff. They might not like playing them, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do, right? You know, when we first were doing, when I joined us for like the first time as a static doing Odyssey, when we were doing it, we were underperforming shout groups in terms of our returns uh, yeah. with with our cruel jokes. It worked for us. And we said in the past, it works for us. We're fine. You know, we, we know we could do better, but that's fine. And over time, we came to the point where it's like we felt we could do better in a serious enough way where we wanted to change how we were doing things and for how good we said yeah, our group so is because it is we switched up and we started off getting like parody we we changed right up to do our 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 runs the way we're still doing them as of until I left and we were getting like 5k which is nothing to write home about it's like okay we're getting 5 5.5 maybe 6k that's good enough we'll stick doing this and over time we started up ending up getting unless it was a bad run which happens sometimes getting 8 9 10 plus k in a run and it's like nothing changed we're doing the same thing every time we just got better as a group, which, you know, shout groups don't get yep. that advantage and, and benefit of growing. We actually just grew together doing the same things. We changed some jobs here and there, but nothing like at a certain point, we just stuck with what we were doing. Sometimes we changed when we embravid in the run or whatever, but we just kind of stuck with it. And that's, everyone knew what that's to do. the number one thing. That's the number one thing that keeps me off of pug people is that, that I can trust everyone in my group to act the way that I know that they're going to act. And for someone coming in, like, I don't know if this person's going to turn on Cure Please or, or Anchor or something. Like, this person's going to come in with, like, no experience playing a job because they burned it up to 99 and, and bought their Rima. Like, I, I don't need the core to just, like, figure out on the fly that they have more roles than Sam Chaos. I, or, or how to roll, period. I've, I see so many Sam, or so many cores 
that sit there and just only try to get 11s because they think that they only can get 11s. They're just bad. And these are the people who, if they had played traditionally, would have learned this. Well, they would have learned how to play their job properly. It's probably the greatest argument towards not burning your shit. I love and uh, my group. My group, I I know that they will never do that. I mean, sure, I have to deal with Felgar's quirks, mm-hmm. and they are what they are. But outside of that, like I know that everyone is going to do things appropriately. Like I know Abject is going to be insanely stoned, but he's going to also cure me. I know that Haydn is going to be this machine that will interact with us at times, but he is just uh, like a robot who's going to deal damage and uh, not actually be botting. <laughs> But he'll he'll be uh, he'll deal damage and roll properly, and so he anticipates everything very well. Yeah, I I believe that Norcris isn't even a human being, but an advanced AI. <laughs> like these these people, I know are going to do their their job properly, so I always keep them around. I think they're awesome, and I every time I get someone from you know outside, they always disappoint me in some way. And I don't want to come off as elitist by saying, "Oh, my group's great," and here here I am for like two hours bashing azura and everything azura is doing wrong but there's a reason i'm doing it and it's because i know that that the people i play with do things properly and that they know what they're doing because of it and all these people that i could let in are terrible and that's why i don't like replacing people because i don't want to dip into the azura population and be disappointed run out for run until i find something and that's all there is to it. And I, I was saying before, I like how when it's a time-limited fight and sometimes you need all the time you can get for like Marmacrebs or Ango or something. Uh, and we get the Corsair sitting there busting because they want to roll an 11. It's like, hold on, I got a 10. And they just go, oh, let me let me just double up and they bust. No, don't, please. <clears throat> Felgar. You're talking about the one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, those are the, the quirks. And... See, I know where the single point of failure is going to be. What you were saying is essentially the point of you're only as strong as your weakest link, and you can only be a stronger chain link, a chain together as your group works together and plays together. So, yes, it doesn't matter how good I am as a player. When I join a, a pug ambuscade, unless we're raffle stomping it, and even this month when you're supposed to be able to do that, an example of we'd lost the first two that I joined of that. Why am I resisting? You know, we lost. We got fucking destroyed because they were trying to do something. They weren't thinking the mechanics about it of they were trying on Thief to basically <laughs> Zerg, Zerg the fight. Oh. And they were relying on the Corsair to do extra damage. And it was, yeah, they aura stealed the, the spikes. Oh, they were trying to do the, the I'm just going to quick draw down the dude. Yes, they tried. They probably didn't bring enough Corsairs to do that. Yes. And, yeah, yep, yeah. they had one. And then. They got down and we killed it, but we had all the avatars out and got destroyed. Another one, we we had it where only one avatar was out. And were, they, were they waiting for it to astral flow and then doing the quick draws, or did they quick draw right off the bat? Right off the bat. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But see, as an example... As, as of, the tank, as, as Paladin, I actually hold my Savage Blade until the astral flows, just as an extra source of more damage. But it doesn't matter how good or best in slot they were, they were getting destroyed in that ambuscade, and everyone knows how easy that ambuscade is. But Oh yeah, th- that Red Mage also could have prevented that, because I've gone Red Mage to so many of these ambuscades this month, and all you have to do is gravity to him, then sleep him, then debuff him completely, and make sure you put silence on. And after he uses Echo Drops, continue to resilence him, and he'll keep wasting his time popping Echo Drops instead of popping Astral Flow. That's it. Well, But your Red Mage was Terra bad. 
Well, it's Caius, and he just wants to stand back. And well, I mean, maybe you should reevaluate what best in slot is. You got you got to stand back and be best in slot. Out. If everyone can't see how best in slot you are, then you're not best in slot. Jeez, it's so ridiculous. Like, and here's the thing: I'm I'm pretty lenient with red mages because there's a lot that can go wrong with that job. Like, if anyone's seen like the Lua I put out or whatever, like there's so many fucking sets. It's a and. Uh, there's a lot of gear to have. Like to say that you're best in slot doesn't really mean anything because there's so many variables. And uh, you know, just because you get a resist is one thing, but also just properly enfeebling the mob is another. Like I'm not asking for a red mage to go one for one on being able to enfeeble things. I'm I'm asking the red mage to actually understand what they're doing. Like that's kind of a fundamental thing. And that's unique to the fight. So Yeah. It didn't matter how great everyone was, we got destroyed because it didn't matter how good I was in my role there. The rest of the group was not forming in a cohesive manner. You can explain very briefly what we're doing, but if you as the leader don't bring an extra corset to make what you're happen, happen, make what you're trying to do happen, then it's not going to go right, and everyone's just going to look like a bunch of you know gimp fools because you're just trying to do it in a way that you're not set up to do, and you just hope that you can make it happen. But when that avatar pops, you should immediately stop fighting that summoner because you have to fight that avatar. Oh, yeah. Yes, you do not want to lay that avatar because I lived on Runefencer because of Lament. Or actually... And I, only Lament? Actually, I don't even know why I lived because everyone took 60k damage from Tidal Wave and I took zero and I didn't have Bar Spell on. So I don't know what saved my life, but something did. I had Shurzo on, but I don't think I don't think they were taking 60k. 60k with Shurzo still would have killed me. So I don't know what's saying me. It had to be sure zone in some capacity. Maybe I got a half resist. But... Yeah, I was taking like 34k on Paladin when I switched to Aegis. Okay, so the Shurzo saved me in that case. Because I had Valiance Probably, on. Yeah. But that's still... Yeah, I, I switched to Aegis because like the party was like sometimes not killing it right on one of the runs. Because and... I, either I went Red Major or I went Paladin this month. And uh, yeah, like I my, my plan was like, well, I guess I'll survive this and then eventually Savage Blade this to death. And I and love that this game. that was not the case. And I love this game and I wish that everyone didn't try to think they were so good because I'm true. I'm happy to dive into the nitty gritty of my character and job because I form a synergy with how I play when I focus on my job to the utmost level. And when I play, it's kind of like putting a glove on my hand when I put on my character at a certain point. And I feel like I've meshed mechanically enough to the character itself that I have perfectly become what I'm trying to do here. So it feels good to kind of get into the 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 ins and outs of my character to a point where I'm not just playing, I've customized my Lua, my gear sets, my approach, how I want to tackle it, this and that, to where sometimes I'm going through the motions, of course, but just to get to that level, it, it's satisfying in a way to reach down and try to be all the blue or any job I'm playing that I can be. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, like I, a lot of people think that I come off as arrogant and stuff. Like I'm so good, but honestly, it's not really a matter of me being good. I'm just very prepared for everything that happens. Like everything, every every way that I look like I'm good at this game is simply through preparation. That's all. And it, I, I actually rely on the rest of my group to to do their jobs properly. Like I never, in fact, I almost never try to be the person that stands out when we do stuff. Um, I'm almost always like the Beastmaster only using Corrosive Ooze and Killer Instinct or whatever because I know that those buffs are critical and they need to happen. But I let Hayden punch the shark. I let you, you know, club the shark and, and heal. Dude, that was great. You know? Yeah. 
Like I like I will I will be more than happy, you know, watching everything unfold so that I can manage the battle instead of trying to be the guy because I, I just don't care about that. Like I'd rather see us win the console. End guy is absolutely the most fun of a fight I have ever had on Blue Image in my life, I think. It perfectly tackles that job's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And I still love that I did enough damage by the point where I died at 20% or it was 30, 30-ish percent that all that age, maybe even 40%. The point by I was sufficiently satisfied that when I died at like 40% and then got raised and stood in the back for the rest of the fight, that I knew that I did enough damage that we had enough time to let the monk solo DD because of my contributions. And all I had to do is stand back and cast cures on him as a blue mage who was now weakened but could still fulfill their role that I did all I had to do. I gave a mighty guard. I fought along with them. I was doing 30, 40, you know, plus K black halos to then guy. And even if I died, I still won. And I was comfortable with dying because I knew that if I was raised and stood back, I could just cure him and do a race on the drowning that was coming on us and stuff. And we would still win the fight. Yeah. So Funk here said, uh, there tends to be a point after players get 119 gear after completing the main missions where they realize there is now a large grind required compared to the quick progress they had getting to that point. It seems like a wall none of them expect. It cut out. Cut out? Yeah, it just cut out for me. What, what, something about not expecting. So Funk, Funk? Yeah, Funk said that there tends to be a point after players get to level 119 gear after completing the main missions where they realize that there is now a large grind required compared to the quick progress they had getting to that point, and it seems like a wall none of them expect. Yeah, that's accurate. I guess that just ties back into the knowledge problem. But, you know, you have to be prepared for that. It, it's, an, it's also a, a psyche issue where if you get to a point of immense grind or whatever that you don't want to tackle, did you want to play this game? The, you know, having your cake and eating it too. I mean, you have to you have to level with yourself about, you know, what you want out of things sometimes. And not just try to go along to get along. Yeah. I don't know if people are like necessarily doing that though. Gotta I, be honest. I, I think they're just trying to get the gear through the path path of least resistance. Like as far as like joining things and go. I, I think it's just a matter of convenience for a lot of people, like even in like link chills that I've been in where I've helped and stuff. Like, it seems like if they happen to be around and they can be opportunistic, they'll be opportunistic. But I, I don't think it gets any deeper than that, honestly. Like, I, I, I don't see any kind of pattern behavior that would indicate otherwise. And we always say, too, uh, you know, plenty of times everyone posts it regularly. And we've even said on this podcast, just go talk to the link shell concierge. But that's not like a magical cure-all, especially after my, my bad-mouthing of the link shell tonight. It's not like a magical cure-all, too, because, you know, that's just the first step. Well, I mean, if that's the way you feel about them, that's the way you feel about them. And like that, that's why I try to be fair in my um, analysis of how I've hung out with them, too. Um, I haven't you know, hung there, out there with are them. There's some things, so I'm not. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some things that'll be outside of your perspective. And, yes. Like, that's why when you're talking about like the dude who got like 5K, 4 or 5K segments and got really excited, like, I had to make sure that the right context was applied to that. And yeah, there are some people in here who are obvious botters and are pretty worthless overall as, as people who play the game. But there are a lot of people in here who really want to try, and a lot of them who are in leadership positions who want to try but just aren't there yet. And I really can't fault anyone for, for actually trying to go out and, and get stuff done. I just think that they aren't ready yet for how deep they're necessarily going to go. Like, there's some fundamental things missing, and stepping up for leadership is one thing, but stepping up for leadership and being prepared to do so is another. And that's something that a lot of people in these uh these lower end link shells need to learn like they they 
they have to figure out the content because no one around them is going to figure it out for them unless like I show up or or someone like me shows up who's just going to be like, okay, well, this is what you do because that doesn't really do them any favors. It just kind of, I, I just try to give them the confidence to go forward. I so I can then fade into the darkness. I su- fade into the darkness. We all fade into the darkness, Fox. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I'm too apprehensive and soured um, and I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt based on all these years, how many things I've seen and what I've come to expect and how pessimistic I am as a person, which is, you know, a pessimist is someone who's heard too much from Optimus. <laughs> and I find everything amusing, by the way. Uh, it's just, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt and you are. So as much shit as I'm talking about them, you know, there are some of them that do the multi-boxes gets no, so yeah, I I was turned off immensely by Sumera and I'm holding that against, I'm holding that against the whole entire link show because they rely on Sumera and his multi-boxing and he's just a piece of shit from what I've seen. So I'm holding that against all of them because they're, yeah, you know, they seem to me like they they relied and looked up to him in a certain regard, and it's like no, no, no. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Which is not a unique thing, too. So, no, I I come from a link shell that I helped run, where we had a single bard the entire time. <laughs> Be bad at bard, but everyone looked up to that bard. They a murmured all of his duration. his praises. A long, long duration. That's what matters most. <laughs> Would you like to share with the class what you're I say at? I say as I hit uh, Windows key L to toggle to make sure that you know the right haste values are on. Would you like to share with the class your dismay? No, it's just it's just a matter of you know bringing that that one. If you're going to try to be the guy on a particular job, I guess I'll phrase it this way: If you're going to try to be the guy on a particular job, don't lie about what your job is capable of or, or what you're providing to the party. Is this the I buff pup to like, number one slot? Like if if you don't have a plus three bard neck or a plus uh, plus one bard neck, like I'm talking about Moonbow Whistle here, not the not the, the JSE neck. If you don't have the plus one Moonbow Whistle, just tell people that so that they know what gear to wear. Don't don't just lie about it. Oh, you're talking about when he said he had plus one Moonbow because you said his haste value wasn't correct and he didn't believe yeah, you yeah, that the, his the, haste value wasn't capping. The the reason that my toggles and my Lua used to be Windows key L because there's the Mer toggle you called it. Yeah, it was the it was the it was the lean toggle. The lean so toggle, I, sorry. Yeah, for for bards that weren't capping haste. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that sharing. Sort of Thanks for sharing with the class, Fox. Yeah, no worries. Windows, and, you know, I, I wouldn't, and, and usually, like, I wouldn't give people like that much shit. Like, if 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 you're if you just come out and say, hey, you know, I'm only a three song bard. I only have access to these songs. This sort of thing. That's perfectly fine. Like, people can work around your buffs. But when you try to be the guy and it's to the exclusion of other people who can fill the slot just fine and not be attention divided or deficient in some capacity, providing the wrong buffs for 90% of the time you play with them, then that is when it becomes a detriment. And that's when I'm going to start calling people out on stuff because sometimes people come down on me for for being too hard on people. But you got to understand the perspective that exists here. Like I am all for people being new players and like learning the game and stuff like that. It's, it's when you, you start pretending you're something you're not and failing and failing the people around you. That's what makes this game a lesser experience. And that's what actually stops people, me wanting to go out and join these pugs and play with these people is because of this experience. The apprehension. And, 
yeah, it's the apprehension. Like, I don't want to take a gamble on any of these people because they're all guilty until they prove otherwise. You kind of get worn down, too, because yep. uh, when you keep trying, getting people the benefit of doubt, it ends up wearing you down every time you end up, you know, not working out. But you can't give up, so. Yeah, I, I join pugs. I still do it. I'll do it Sometimes it's entertaining, but I find a lot of times, like, when I join a pug. Beastmaster's pugs are really fun. Yeah, good, good. Someone's pugs have to be. Because when I join a pug, if I don't sit there and, and kind of, like, direct things, I didn't join your group to direct your group, bud. You know, you yeah. invited me. I came to be an asset to you, not to run your group because all you did was invite people and we go in the zone and you don't say a fucking word. I, every time I'm joining oh. pugs lately, it's like an ambuscade pug and it's like no one says anything. And it's like, OK, we're next. And it's like, so I go, so does anyone have any questions about what we're doing? Does anyone know what we're doing? Can you tell me what you want from me? You know, like I know everyone's supposed to just be above knowing what to do here. But can you tell us? Because too many times I've gone in. And no one wants to talk to each other in party chat, and you end up failing or struggling or not doing well in an easy ambuscade like this one. So, this goes out to everyone who has been a good LS leader. And sometimes I join these things just because I want someone to tell me what 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 they need and what they want me to do. They don't need to micromanage my job. Like, don't mistake that. But sometimes I just want to join something and just play my job and not be the fucking leader. Correct. And I mean, I know I can step up and do it, and I know I'm going to have to at some point, but yeah. I don't want to have to every time I join a pug. That's not why I joined. Yes, I, I hear you, uh, dude. I hear you completely. And I'm sure a lot of people who have been, you know, good LS leaders will relate to that, too. Like, that's... Or just group leaders or, or pug leaders or, or anything that you've been, uh, like, a leader of. Like, you did not join that party to be the leader of that party. You would have shouted if that was your thing, or you would have built the LS if that was your thing. Is being a good link show leader not needing to have a Windows keyed L? Is that a is that a good leader? No. I keep thinking of just the Ace Ventura loser for the Windows key L. Uh, loser. Yeah, there's loser. a lot of pride that some people just need to get over to. I think a lot of it is like fundamentally like too much pride. You know, like, I was like toxic pride. I was I was thinking about that recently, actually, in the shower. Shower thoughts. Um, yeah, just like shower beer. Shower beer is the best. Is the beer. best beer. It's the yeah, best man. beer. I will never say otherwise. Even shower wine. Done that a couple times. I haven't had the shower wine, but shower beer, man. Same, same concept, just different, different medium. I know how I am starting my day tomorrow. Ooh, that's a good start to the day. What are you gonna have for breakfast, though? I don't know. I got to run out to to Safeway and see what beer they have. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's a good breakfast too. Uh, don't be abject. <laughs> it's true. Love you, Abject. Not gonna wa- I'm not gonna wash it down with the Ioxy. You know, <laughs> Abject's a great guy. We love Abject. I don't want him to leave a comment saying I feel personally attacked now because I don't know if he's joking or if he's actually upset at that moment. Well, I mean, he will be or he won't be. He should. He knows. He knows that uh, that I'm one of his biggest fans. So we are both his biggest fan. So Abject should yeah. be more upset. There's a hole in his underwear. From power washing them, then yeah, Abject <laughs> is not just someone who like writes in emails in here. Like I've played this game with Abject for years and years and years now. Oh, I love him. So yeah, he gets He's moody. like my go-to. He gets moody, and sometimes I've had to yell at him to to not be moody. But we all get moody, uh, you know. So yeah, it's true. 
So shower thoughts before I derailed you. Yes, yes, yes. I was, I was trying to think. I'm like, oh, where did I leave off? So I was thinking, uh, you're mentioning toxic pride. Nah, I hate the word toxic in the way it's applied modern uh, days, but... Well, detrimental pride. Yeah, detrimental pride. That's, yeah, that's, that's an actual adjective that fits the description instead of being a uh, overly emotionalized, you know, knee-jerk reaction to responding to something toxic. You know, very- we're not Britney Spears here. So I was, you know, Carrot and I always take a shower together because, you know, that's what we do. And uh, a beer. Save water. Yeah, there are beers at times, you know. Sometimes you just need to have a shower beer. And the thought of detrimental pride came to mind because I'm the kind of person who um, always goes, you know, I'm not going to live to a certain point. No one's going to take care of me. I'm not going to be a burden. I'll just, you know, cut the cord and that's it. You guys have a good life. You know, you're not going to you're not going to be changing my diapers. So the the concept of pride in that matter, it's like, does there come a certain point, and this is going to tie back into the game, where your pride of who you are, you know, you may think it's noble to be this certain person and not have to have anyone look after you or this or that, but there's more, that that's an element of pride. And, and I never looked at it in a certain way of that being detrimental pride. You know, no one's going to take care of me. Uh, no loved one's going to be able to love me. I'm not going to be a detriment. You know, that, that's actually just pride speaking. And I've never looked at it that way until I was in the shower recently. I just showered and I'm like, is that a level of pride that is actually detrimental? And that ties into the game too, because we've played for so many years and so long, and we know so many things. And it's not just us. It's these uh, best in slot players get the same way. So as different as we are from that sort of mentality, it's not too far removed. There comes a certain point in this game where the barrier is also yourself. And it's, do I think that I'm better than this group? I'm showing up to be an asset, but do I think I'm better and I'm not doing my part because I'm just here thinking, you know, I've got this covered. I'm going to do my role. If we fail, then whatever, it's not my group. You know, I'm, I'm getting at a certain, I'm not phrasing it a, certainly in the most appropriate way I'm trying no, to get no, across. That, but that makes sense. But there's a certain amount of pride to that. And... You know, egos, prides, they're different, yet the same, and also different ways they combine every, and intertwine. Every time I go to help one of these groups do this thing, or I join Link Shell, one of these Link Shells, and like try to help them out and stuff like that, I actually ask myself that a lot. Um, because, like, am, like, basically, am I hard carrying them because, like, I want to feel like I'm cool, or am I actually being instructive at some point? And that's the same and, point, too, for me. Is it, you know, do I think I'm. I've graduated school here where they have not graduated school and I'm approaching it with that mindset as I think I am because it's just the game's not new to me. It's, you know, but is that also, is my, my pride here, as you also described too, is that, you know, is that, is that a level of a self-imposed barrier that I'm not thinking about that's getting in the way of me ultimately having fun by being apprehensive, but also just my pride too, as you were also describing there. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a good thing to always ask yourself though. Yeah. Because you find out a lot about yourself and like like what you actually find fun. Because if I was the sort of person that was uh, that was driven like that, you know, and honestly, just interacting with me in game, it'd be pretty. It'd be you would probably think that I was like an egocentrical guy, but that's not like where my motivation is coming from. I think a lot of it it boils down to motivation, and um, it's it's more so to be inspirational. So I, I think it's I think it's where you're coming from really matters when you're when you're attacking that question. But even even so, like if you're in a position where you're doing that sort of thing and like you think you are the coolest dude ever, like you should really ask yourself that. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a good thing to bring up. Like you're 
your own barriers can can definitely stop you from having fun. And you know, if you have this drive to always be like the coolest guy in the group, maybe you should take a step back and like reevaluate <laughs> reevaluate yourself because like it's just not that important, man. And I'll say at this know. point for how far we've gone here, I think we're about done here. So I'll say this has been an episode of WTF and Vonadil brought to you by King Behemoth brand D-Rings. <laughs> the surefire way of tricking anybody on your server. Remember, when somebody mentions D-Rings, say, I got the drop first. Hell yeah. That was an ad by Batcher. That's pretty good. Yes. That's, that's pretty good. King Behemoth brand D-Rings, the surefire way of tricking anybody. Oh, I anybody. went one for one. Yes, I, went, I got the drop first. I could see that as like a Saturday morning commercial for sure. It's great. Yeah, that, that's kind of the, the spirit of which these things are written. Just, just like reaching into your box of like Captain Crunch or whatever, like pulling out your D-ring. It's like, oh, I went one for one on this box. The, awesome. the, the decoder ring from A Christmas Story. Yeah, yeah. Your, your, your full breakfast spreads in front of you. Like you have like cereal with like both orange juice and milk and somehow also bacon. Drink. Like you actually somehow eat also bacon. Yeah, like and like you have the box sitting in front of you too. Like you're one of uh, Spicy's what the food posts or whatever, like angled properly. And I could see the kid like reaching in there and like pulling out a defending ring. It's like I went one for one. Yeah. Or are they? No, what you got to do first is you got to pull out the the card and fill out the card in those little boxes and mail it in to this PO box to get your uh, defending ring mailed to you. Yeah. So good. Get yourself a serving today while supplies are still fresh. And the other ad was from Zahn. So if you would like to send us these uh, lad poons for the podcast, we like them a lot, actually, at this point. They're very nice. This is the greatest little mini segments. Yeah, I like these. These are very fun. So if you want to, there's a section in our Discord. It's in the description for the videos or just ask us in game or I'm sure you can find me on Reddit or whatever. If you need help, WTFinfinadeal at gmail.com. You can send us that there. And just join in and write those. You don't have to talk to us. Just write those. And we'll, we'll say you wrote them and it's great. Or if you want to remain anonymous, just say anonymous. I don't know. Uh, but those are great. Thank you guys for writing those. And is there anything else we have not covered, Fox? Because I think we sufficiently... I don't know how much this was about barriers and the way I envisioned it. And, like, you know, we covered, like, the knowledge barrier, definitely a thing. The skill barrier well, was mentioned. We, we, but... covered, we covered a lot of what stops people from being yes. able to function in content. I think that's... That's a good thing to, to cover, like, given the time that we Maybe have. I'll change the name of this from what the fuck are barriers to what the fuck is stopping people. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. So I mentioned barriers in the episode, but if you listen to the end, you'll find out why it's not named that. You'll learn some lore. <laughs> the lore. The balsamic drizzled on, if you will. Four leaf. Four leaf balsamic. Cavill says he likes it on his ice cream, but it's just different. That's uh, thank you for coming back, Fox. I've missed you. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I just, uh, you know, four is a crowd. <laughs> there were definitely moments in both episodes where you mentioned for your expertise in certain things like uh, Nagi, uh, Aimer. I had to try and recite uh, Gutler for the attack bonus being percentage versus static and being good for Tiger versus other pets that I don't remember and Aimer for the Master and Cloud Splitter. All these things that you would have been qualified in answering Aimer is static, Gutler yeah. is percentage. Yes, yes. So that's that's obvious yeah. that was stated, but just different ways to apply how those weapons work. Because it's a oh, beast when they matter. Yeah. yeah, when they matter and just like the value of the item today. Certain items, like uh, we didn't play X job, no one there did, therefore Fox played it, but he wouldn't know. You know those were the things that kind of wind you there for. But yes, it is hard. If we were in the same room, it'd be great. I would love if we were in the same room. Yeah. 
there'd be a lot of nonverbal communication that would actually work. Yep. No, when can the conversation start and end? It's not a matter of my control key, and I can't even hear the Discord click. You know, so it's a huge disadvantage because we're you know, on streamer, streamer mode. mode. Yeah, but it's yeah. important for not recording that. Because like, I wouldn't go on to the level I do and keep talking blip, if I wasn't alone blip, in the blip. room with no one else. Blip, blip. Yeah, man. But uh, sing us out here, Fox. Give us our outro. Yeah, for sure. Uh, later, guys.